the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange britches! Something about them orange britches! Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football, and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Read it, did to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Tuesday, February 6th, and since we won't be with you tomorrow, we will go ahead and wish Landon a happy 29th birthday. Whoa, whoa. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 29, 25. That sounds like the wrong year. Yeah. It's uh you feel old? Honestly, you've had like, gray for a while. Though. Yeah, honestly, like not really. Like I'm I'm still in my prime, baby. Are you scared of 30? No. Someone asked me that the other day. I was like, I don't think about it at all. No, I'm just I'm just out here living, dog. Yeah, you know what else can you do? Yeah, what am I gonna do about it? <laughs> I mean uh, I, I, can't, point. I can't take it back. Um yeah, thanks, man. Right, anytime. Uh, it is obviously weird. Anytime or only like this one specific day. To wish, like, <laughs> yeah, wish me happy birthday. Also, do it tomorrow on your actual birthday. Oh, okay, tomorrow's okay. Landon's birthday, by the way. <laughs> um, not right now, but we're gonna wish him one anyway. So please, in the comments, go ahead and throw some happy birthdays his way. Um, tell him. Let's do like you know, like weddings and stuff. Like, give the couple your advice, which is. Yeah, I, I would. Know, I'm not I a would, fan of. I, I would love to hear advice from. Yeah, I guess it's technically that already passed twenty nine. Already, only people that already passed it. I feel like you could. I feel like that's a egotistical way to go about it. Why can someone just give you some life advice? Okay, yeah, you can do that too. We love life advice. Right? I, I, yeah, I need some. For okay, sure. Or if you got any geographical facts for me, I don't I think you're egotistical. By the way, that's not a bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was just joking around, but I feel like that just sounded mean. It's I'm, okay. I'm sorry. You can say that about me. Okay. Um. Yeah. Geographical facts. We do love those too. Mm -hmm. Um. That's all Ann wants for his birthday. Yeah. Geographical. That's why. That's why we're doing this in person for yeah. my birthday. Uh, uh. Geographical fact. Um. Well, I guess that's not a fact. I don't know how to wait. Well, look. I had some trivia questions just in case we didn't know what to do with. We just had a great guest on that's actually while we're in person. Um, also for Landon's birthday. So also that's why we were late. Yeah, very excited. <laughs> very excited for that. But just in case we ran out of stuff, which I didn't think we would, but yeah, just in case. I had some trivia questions that we could have rattled off. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This is a little trivia game. So maybe we can get into that. Dude, I, geography. I, I meant to ask Connor. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I meant to ask the guest we had on, not named Connor. Um, who the like most famous person? in his phone would mm. that would answer the phone we kind of got into it a little bit we did but I, I wanted to like ask that question but i was like i don't know if he'd do it or he probably would have but i think he would have but i feel like that should be something that we do for every guest okay. that we have on something like that <laughs> if someone ever I, I think they always ask other at least 
like people who would come like who would mingle with famous people mm-hmm. but i feel like i've seen videos where people get stopped on the street and they always have someone super interesting i would always be b-roll i would i don't have anyone that would be even borderline famous yeah i mine would have to be somebody that's been a guest on the show yeah would probably be the only one who would you go with right now if you got asked that question probably my dad probably okay <laughs> okay you know the guy on the the grill at every tell yeah game? probably probably him i'm kind of shocked your dad hasn't kind of made a name for himself on sports talk radio at some point in his career in his life i don't know if career is the right word but he's made a lot of appearances on has on he? tv oh on tv yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. he's just the camera loves him. he's just that can't guy. get enough yeah yeah, and I sit right next to him, and they never get <laughs> sick. Someone, someone of all baseball listens to this podcast. We know that. Yeah, yeah. we know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, it is good to be in person. We did, we did miss Sunday, um, which is just really unfortunate. Um, only because we, I'm not saying I didn't expect to win. Always expect to win. Yeah, we did not expect it to be the undressing it was. We didn't know we'd be celebrating like that. Yeah, so, I didn't think we sad. would like necessarily regret not having an episode. No. Okay, I feel like there is somehow, some way, we should have made it happen. Yeah, um, I thought about texting you Saturday morning mm-hmm. or Sunday morning and just being like, "You want to go right now?" I slept in very late. Well, I played golf at ten. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it uh, went we could have for for the people. We could have done earlier. Oh gosh, that would have been a rough one. After that game, it would have been um, good karaoke night. After Mm -hmm. also, rip to a great artist, great musician. But I will argue it right now. One of the greatest, like you go to any bar in any place in the world, Toby Keith is gonna be played in karaoke. American girl, yeah, I love this bar. I ain't as good as I once was. Should have been a cowboy. Yeah. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Every for my horses. Beer for my horses. I mean, bangers only, Toby Keith. Bangers yeah. only. I mean, I need to go ahead and like start topping these in and adding them to the, the tailgate playlist. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't done it before. That's, I mean, so you go in, you go in with the mindset, I'm singing, I love this bar because you're just going to give a shout out. I sang it at Lonnie's one time and I meant, I meant it, Lonnie's. I meant it. <laughs> and, um, but good news is if you, that one gets taken, there's still plenty of Toby Keith you can go with. Yeah. And that's, that's the, the good thing is he has like songs that like will never go out of style. No, you're absolutely right. They're always relatable. Yeah. Forever. Especially especially courtesy of the red, white and blue. Exactly. (laughs) Forever. Um, yeah, no, that, that was very sad to hear. I I didn't even know he had cancer. Um, either. And I don't know if it was very public because nobody knew it, or at least I shouldn't say nobody, the people I've talked to today, um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't on any of those uh, magazines that you see at the line at Walmart or anything. People didn't publish it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I, I've listened to. I've listened to the the. I've listened to the hits today. Okay. Um, maybe get into deep tracks later. Um, now I don't remember where I was at, but I think that's fair for Toby Keith. I think he deserves that kind of honor. Uh, we do have. Um, he he is not, I guess, technically a guest, but for this purpose, all intents purposes. Um, he is a special guest. He is the the conquering king from Lexington. We had boots on the ground Saturday. Our producer Joseph Boots, you might know him as Joey Boots. He went into rub. Yes, and he right. came out a hero. So, like, it, 
I mean, did you just dance on their graves? Did you talk a lot of trash, like trash, especially afterwards? Um, we try to keep it, you know, when you're in enemy territory and, and you're four men against some coal, coal miner people, they don't, you know, <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. But, uh, yeah, we talked our trash on the way out. Um, we sat in the student section, uh, Colin Carver, I took your student ID. If you're listening, <laughs> thank you. If you're, if you're involved with Kentucky athletics at all, no idea what I'm talking about. Just leave the podcast, please. Um, but yeah, I mean, just heart in the middle of the blue sea, four orange jerseys, just having a great time, ruining as people, many people nights as possible. It was nine and a half out of 10 experience. It was just, I mean, okay. Well, I, we what, weren't even what would have got it to 10? That's a good question. I think if the fight would have gotten a little bit better down there, right under, right under the net with the walk and everything. I mean, they kissed. I don't know. I was going to say much, two guys kissed. I don't one know how much you. crazier yeah. could have gotten, but I mean, if it went through for about 30 more seconds, I was probably going to make my way down there. I think I would have <laughs> probably been on the court. Um, I mean, maybe. nobody loved it more than Zakai Ziegler. He absolutely ate that entire sequence up. It was awesome. I mean, I feel like it had to, it's 103 points in rub. It was, it was, it, it just, it felt like the energy just kept getting sucked out of there. And I think that was the best thing because mm -hmm. I mean, it's rough. It, it gets loud. It, have you guys, I've never been to rub. No, it's, it's weird because it doesn't feel like an arena until you literally just walk through the doors. I've actually passed it and like the box at the box. It felt weird. racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't speak on that, but it, 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 it's, it's like a convention. Do you not, do you not denounce Adolf Rupp? Uh, again, you don't yes, denounce? Yeah, yes, I do. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'll editing and stuff. I just, I'm sure they'll, my words will get twisted. Into, it all, it all like name no, out. it's not. Um, it's like a convention center. And so, like, you walk in first, and I'm, I'm just talking about student entrance. Maybe it's different. I mean, we, we did like a lap around, so it seemed pretty steady, but you just feel like you're in maybe like a fishing expo. You know, you're doing the laps, and you can kind of see through the doors that stuff's going on in the convention center and stuff. And then you take a Randy, and it's just like, Boom, right there. It's right in your face. So, I mean, it's definitely a cool, cool experience. But that, yeah. that place, it, it got rowdy. Um, and it was just every, I mean, it was just every time Zakai decided that, he was going to cut the basket, like it just got quiet again. And that's like the best part about away games. You want the crowd to be up and ready to go. Because a lot of people will say about that LSU game that we went to, that the crowd was never going to be in it. It's a noon game, blah, blah, blah. No, they tried. Mm -hmm. They got, they tried their best, but from the opening kickoff. So, I do think it's better in that sense because, like, LSU, like, when we got up someone, it was over. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I feel like there was just this slight bit of, like, we kept letting them back in the game a little bit. Right. Like, they'd hit a big well, let's three. let's not forget, they never let. Exactly. They never let. But I think there was, that, like, that little kind of hope. Right. And we just kept taking it out of them, and it, that's what made it feel so good. There was definitely more hope in, in Kentucky. You're, you're absolutely yeah. not wrong about that. Um did you know when I didn't notice on TV exactly when it started emptying out, but behind the bench area, did you know a time when did the blue faithful lose all faith? Like, so you remember there was a time, I mean, there were still seven minutes left and people were clearing out like, but that, you know, how student section, like people just don't really, that aren't there for, they're getting their pictures and stuff. Might as well go to the bar now. Well, yeah. yeah which you, I think that was probably the move. Beat the yeah, traffic. Yeah. 90% <laughs> of the actual people were there. I'd say, Gosh, there was probably five minutes left in the game, and it was when they had just cut the lead or their, their deficit to seven, I think. Yeah. And Zakai just cut to the basket, I think. And and maybe it was an and one, or it was it was a, a basket that just it just kind of sucked the crowd. And I think took it back to nine with 
maybe four and a half minutes left. And like, that was when everyone was like, dude, we just can't, they just couldn't get anything going. And I mean, Dillingham was making every, everything he could, could have shot. So, I mean, they, they kept, I mean, you just, there's probably five or six times where I was just like clinching hard. Like I'm like, yeah. we're going to blow this obviously. I mean, when this, when this arena is behind you, I, I, I can te- easily see Tennessee just. Yeah. Well, that's there, like, there was that one with, I think Josiah hit a three with like three minutes left. That's when, that's when. And I, I remember saying, yeah, I remember yeah. saying, good night, bitch. That, yeah. <laughs> I think that's when I tweeted the John Fulkerson. <laughs> yeah. We just won a basketball game. I, I looked at you and I said too early and you said, nope. Like, yeah. Send. Um, I was going to, oh, uh, would you go back to Rupp? Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely, I mean, obviously it depends on the game, but I mean, if there's any situation like that, I, I heard bad things about Lexington going up. It, Lexington kind of rocks it, as, a, as a town, a city. Kind of cool. I mean, obviously we showed up. We we're playing rock did shop you, out the window. Did you go to KSR? Uh-uh. You sent me a video. I, I didn't. I thought I like recognized it. What bar did you go to before? Do you know? Uh, we went to Tin Roof before. We had just gotten the town, so we went to Tin oh, Roof okay. for, for some pictures and stuff. And Smart. Just, just that's a great move. Somewhere casual. Somewhere you know, yeah. mobs of Kentucky fans, and then you know, just a couple <laughs> a little of burger, Tennessee eat a little bit. So, yeah, grab some grub, get a couple pictures, and then. We were driving home that night, so I mean, our poor driver was just like, "We should really go home." We're like, "We're here. We should go to the bar wearing orange and just piss a couple more people." Oh yeah, for sure. So we went to Two Keys, I think it's called. I apparently it's like their freshman spot. I mean, I it was cool. It was was you've been to you've been to Lexington. The first time that you went, did we win? Yes. So we are two two now. No, we're four and oh, kind of. Well, more than that, two, across the board, four and oh, across the board. Okay, so you've been wow. I just figured we counted us going together as two games since both of us were there. Okay, okay, yeah, four yeah. and oh, so, so individual records combined, yeah. right? It's like a scramble or yeah, or a best ball. Okay, yeah, wow, yeah. Kentucky just, mm. I think we own Kentucky. I think we own Kentucky. This yeah. podcast owns Kentucky. Wow, I don't, uh, can we sell? I would love to sell. We should sell. <laughs> I mean, I'm well, to be fair. I think ownership either goes now. I don't think we get first claim. We're in the mix. It's it's it transferred from John Fulgerson, I think, directly to Josiah Jordan games. Or Zakai. Or Zakai. I didn't that game just feel like Josiah's though? Which is awesome because I don't know if he's ever had a game that just felt like his. See, I, I I'm kinda with you, but like I mean Zakai did have a 13 assist. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of bias of we know how good Zakai is. That okay, felt like that, a normal that, night for Zakai. That makes – yes, I get what you're saying. And I'm not trying to I dog. I think that makes sense. I'm not saying – No, just I, I know you're not dogging Josiah yeah. in that sense either. Yeah. But, yeah, there is – that was – it was more unexpected from Josiah, yeah. and I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, and I'm not dogging Josiah when I say that because I think he's incredibly important to this team in so many other aspects than just the amount of points he scores. Um, I think we need him to score – it is cool when he scores 26. <laughs> it's awesome. And, and I think you need him to be around that double-digit range to be very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't – like, let's just be realistic about this team as a whole. Dalton Connectman SEC plays averaging like 28, 27 points. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's not enough room for guys like Vescovi and Josiah to score double digits every night. When you have Adu going 16, Zakai going 16-plus, there's just not enough points out there. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Ganey scoring. Like, there's – there's not enough points out there, so I'm not asking for 27, 30 points from Josiah. Yeah. Um, but to get that night from him, especially a night where, listen, Kentucky did the Rick Barnes treatment of you score a lot of points, you're not scoring on us tonight. Yeah. And then they got the what happens to Tennessee inevitably, a guy that doesn't normally go off has his 
man of the year moment and what a time to do it. Well, I think that was the most interesting thing is just like, you know how good Kentucky's offense is. You know how bad their defense is. Tennessee's going to have to score a lot of points to win this game. And you just scored 59 a couple of nights ago against yeah. Carolina. I think that is the most impressive part of how big of a switch it was just in a couple of days from going where Zakai and Josiah score combined four points against South Carolina. And then a couple of nights later, go off for 52 combined points against Kentucky. Yeah. I think Kentucky's defense sucks. It, it does, and I think that shows, like, the physicality difference in South Carolina. Because mm-hmm. I don't think South Carolina, we talked about, they're not a great basketball team. It's not they play exceptional defense. Tennessee was challenged much more, though, yeah. on that weeknight game than they were Saturday. Because mm-hmm. I don't think – I mean, you look at – you look at even guys like – don't like. But I do think it's important for Tennessee, and it, it showed on Saturday – Hey, if they can get those first couple baskets to go in, yeah, it's going to be well, a that's, long night. So that's why I say from the jump, it felt like Josiah's. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Zakai has that deep one, rattles off the rim, goes in. Then, you know, that was that was a calming feeling. You're like, all right, ball's bouncing our way a little bit. Josiah's first three, I mean, perfect. Yeah, perfect. and I'm with you. I think if Josiah is able to hit those first couple shots, it, it kind of like relieves everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, Whereas, like, and I, I think especially for Dalton Connect, it was like someone else is going to score tonight. Yeah. I got some help tonight. I don't have to do everything. And, you know, when you're going up the court, they're not just looking for Dalton Connect to go make a play. Like, they have no. other guys that can go make a play. And I think it's big for Josiah Jordan James to, like, have that. Yeah, like, he's still shooting okay from three. Mm. But when he's able to get in the lane and you're, you have a smaller guard on you, because he's going to be – Nine times out of ten, he's either going to have somebody slower than him or somebody a lot smaller than him. Yeah, and so like use your body. He, he did that on Saturday. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a he is a mismatch machine because of the position he plays, but the fact that he is for his size, he's fast. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like he just went away from that mid range until Saturday. He found it again. Yeah, I and mean, I think that it's hard when you he's not he's not just like a pure shooter, so it's hard when he's not shooting well for him to keep shooting. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, I mean, it's going to be easier for even Zakai, who's not, that's not his primary goal for him <laughs> to shoot even when he's off. I know, like, there's going to be just hate throwing Jordan Ganey's way, but he is in the game to shoot. Yeah. When he gets the opportunity, he has to shoot, period. We can argue about him playing. I'll hear that argument. But if the man's in the game, he needs to shoot the basketball because he's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Josiah's just not that. So I think it's harder when he struggles to find a groove. And he just yeah. found it Saturday. He, he never had trouble. I think he just had a sneaky – because, I mean, maybe I'm just a Fairweather fan, but <laughs> in in rough, like, I didn't want to make a bet. When Josiah was getting the ball, I was just like, please don't shoot it. Like, I just – I think it's been a trend for the past couple of days. And I'm just like, like, let's just – let's not. And so, I think it took him, took him to have, like, 50 points. That's battered ball syndrome right there. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just like, no, don't shoot it, don't shoot it. Even when he was making, I was like – I was going to say, I, I mean, which he had a – I can't remember how – I had a similar moment. I mean, he, I think he had probably 10 points at, at this point in the game. He had a tough shot off the um, off the bounce, I think. I'm like, do not shoot that. Pulls up, goes in. I was like, okay, do yeah. what you want. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, that's an awful shot. That's one of those like 3-0 pitch. Like, yeah. if you swing, you better, you, yeah, better, exactly. you better get a hit. I'll gladly be wrong here, but yeah. don't do it. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't until he had like 15 that I was like, uh, I might have to take those. Yeah, he, go to them. actually playing well. So, mm-hmm. and, and as big as the game was for Josiah and Zakaya, I, I, it's hard to disagree with you. Maybe maybe both of them just 
you know, that, yeah. that was a equal, tag team equal, rule, yeah. Yeah. Um, effort. It Enough cannot be said about uh, – we, we use the term. We're getting into baseball season, so we're going to use it a lot, hopefully. We already dropped it tonight. Steady Eddie. Jonas Adu. Steady Eddie in SEC play. Oh, yeah. I mean, even when Tennessee was playing well in the first half, played really good in the first half. There were – they weren't long lulls that are classic of Tennessee, but there were lulls where I was like, man, if we don't have Jonas Adu right there, mm-hmm. he's just. He played cleanup crew. Yeah. And, and just did his job. The definition of go in and do your job. You yeah. don't have to do any more. Don't do less. Did yeah. his job. Took care of business. Yeah. You did. You didn't need. You had other guys scoring. So you didn't need him to score 20 points. If Dalton connect isn't going off for 30. Yeah. And it's probably pretty nice to have a guy like Tobey Walker come in and not just get a few points, but also just be bash brother. Yeah. Like it's kind of nice to kind of like relieve some of the physicality. Cause he's going to come in there four points, four personal fouls that Tobey Walker is a stat line. I want every game you were in there. You have Jonas. Adu. you just need to spell him. Go hit somebody. And, and, and like, I, I love. Urosh was like, a little bit of that, but like without he had too many minutes though. Yeah. Too many minutes. But he didn't a, have the skill either. Exactly. Like Awaka is a threat. Whereas yeah. Urosh was in there to definitely foul and like get people off their Damn. game. But Tobe isn't just going in there and just he's not looking people in the eyes and fouling them. No, no, no. <laughs> and like he's he's doing like he's playing basketball, but right. still like using his body to move people out of the way where Urosh would just shove somebody in the back. <laughs> Nuts. And Kentucky fans were crying about the one where he ends up, it's on a rebound, that he ends up, any still picture, it kind of looks like he's trying to choke the guy. First off, the foul was called. What are we crying about? Yeah, exactly. Also, the technical foul that he got, and then um, who was the other guy in the scuffle? Ganey. Yeah, Ganey got well, one. Ganey, but who was the other Ganey guy from Kentucky? Reeves. Isn't Reeves get attacked? Uh, no, it was Bradshaw, Shepherd? but oh, Bradshaw. who was the oh, first guy? Right. Reed Shepard, I think. They yeah. Got. Okay, Reed Shepard tech. That's soft. They love Reed Shepard. How's that a? I, I'm not saying I, they just love Reed Shepard. That's <laughs> he's he's pretty good. Is that? Is but it, am I wrong? Like that was a prick move of him. That's it, not a tech. No, it should be one. Bradshaw got a tech. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's the rep. The only way you can you can. uh Tee up a walker as you say, you recognize the ref. You didn't do your job because the moment that ball got pulled from a walker, they should have been there to break it up, but they aren't there fast enough and allow Tom for Bradshaw to come in and start shoving people. Yeah, they were at the table for like three minutes. I mean, I don't know if it felt and that then, well on TV because you're getting like analytics and stuff. No, but it, we were sitting there and I mean, even Kentucky fans were like, dude, just give the text and just like stop. Yeah. Like, and they came out and they were just teeing but everybody four up. Four texts that's insane. And only one guy deserved it. Only one guy did something technical worthy. Was Ganey off? The, that's what I couldn't see because they weren't showing a lot of rub. I think because it looked bad that like that uh, was that Awaka got shoved in the back. And I think, yeah, but was Ganey's like off ball? Like I didn't even see Ganey didn't replay. touch him. Yeah, he just stepped just, towards Bradshaw. Yeah, right. Just, he didn't touch him. Yeah, he might have gotten some chest to chest like Tony Vitello actually. That's the thing I don't understand about basketball. I think of a technical foul as like a personal foul in football. Like something egregious happened. Right. And there was you, nothing in that besides the shove in the what back. Started it. Yeah. You can't and, just be looped in for being involved. It's it's basketball. That's what everyone's. Yeah. Right there. And, and if somebody shoves you in the back, what are you going to do? Just run to the bench. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, and again, God. if it couldn't go to review, I could see how you tee up, get four technicals. You go. They were involved in the scuffle. I don't yeah. know how much. It was real time. Okay. You can't go to review 
and tee up four guys. No, that's terrible. But I mean, obviously, it doesn't matter. Kentucky fans will say it matters. You all lost by that point. You just fired us up some more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I just like having something so to complain about. Show. If you're I mean, that's he the might last weigh comment. 190 pounds and he's probably six eight, six nine. Yeah. What are you doing shoving Tohey on Walker? I just love that Kentucky fans want to first off, any fan base, and our fan base is guilty of this too. If you start calling people classless, you're an idiot. You're probably just coming back. I heard it. I heard it so much. But I love like, what are you going to that for? I love that they're dropping the classless thing after all that. But let's not forget last year you have a Kentucky coach, someone paid by the university, go after Zakai Ziegler on the sideline. Yeah. So let's drop the classless stuff. And I'm not saying Tennessee is the epitome of class. I'm not trying to pretend that. I just that's my favorite, I think, um insult is classless. classless. I mean, it makes me want to do like the Stephen A. Smith. We don't care. No, we don't care. <laughs> every well, everyone there. It was uh, the every chirp that I kept hearing was talking about like just leave already. Like you're already like a six year. And I'm like, you think we wanted Josiah to be here for ten years? Like that, that was not the plan. All right. It was, <laughs> yeah. Five star All American. Classless don't make a good like fan base. <laughs> or, so, like, I'm class. sorry, class does not make a good fan base. Classless <laughs> does. We brag. I bragged on A and M, which I, I get it. They're cold vibes, but that's a cold. I had listen. I, I would, on record, I would join that cult, and I would regret it. I know I would regret it after a week. But the one night I had there with that cult, awesome time. They know how to reel members in. If they didn't do the midnight yell, I think we could talk about it. But that's just something about those. No, I I agree. Thing. If it's I the first cult. the first time I have to go to their version of chapel or you know whatever yell practice yell that yeah that's their version of it. I'm I'm regretting my decision, but I'm they know how to recruit members. That's all I'm saying. They know how to recruit. Colts usually do. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, they've got it down pat, man. They're they're awesome. Great salesman. Yeah. One, the one thing I wish um I could change about the game was that lob from Cam to Josiah. If that could have happened in Tommy Bowl, that place <laughs> would have blown the ceiling off. Because it yeah. was just so like I mean, we got like and again, I'm again you're in the student section, like you're trying to be like civil and not start a fight. Cause I know damn well if I'm in the student section <laughs> and there's just like four dudes in blue down there, like going crazy after every little thing, I'm gonna be like, all right, we have a problem. <laughs> And so, like, but like that, just like for us, like I, I had to contain yeah. myself, and I'm thinking, like, dude, if if we were this many people in Tommy Bowl and this happened against Kentucky, it, it would have been absolutely just disgusting. I mean, I'm glad that you mentioned Cam Carr because they're so random. Yeah, <laughs> I like, mean, the, the people that we were with were just like we had Jordan Ganey in and Cam Carr were like, why is Cam Carr in the that game? Lineup was so well. <laughs> yeah, that lineup was. I mean, I think rick barnes must have been mad at several people at that moment where he's just like get him get him get him i don't know what happened in that lineup um they were yeah i mean some cool stuff happened from it 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 worked out he got a rebound immediately after people were saying that and then viscovi i think gets the steal and then he throws the lob (laughs) and like when he threw it you couldn't see just sigh in the shot so i'm like dude I mean that's that's gone (laughs) and he also (laughs) i think it was before the lob may have been after I think it was after he threw that three off the side of the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> impressive. <laughs> so, yeah, it was an up and down night. But, hey, we'll take the ups. We'll take yeah, the ups. Yeah. I mean, I think he definitely <laughs> earned some playing time. Like, that is a tough situation as a freshman who hasn't played in weeks to go in there and play in those minutes where it's like, I mean, it's a ball game. It's not like it was a blowout at that point. And that's – I mean, Kentucky's good enough, especially offensive. They can score. Um that 
there was never a lead until really late in the game. Talk about the wind getting sucked out. You see all the people in rub dressed like seats. Um, that's the only time that game felt comfortable. Yeah. Even Tennessee jumping out to what a 13 point lead early in the first half. You know how much basketball is left to play. You know how good of a shooting team they are. You're it's it was a ball game until three minutes left. And honestly, if I hadn't had a couple of hazy IPAs in me, I probably wouldn't have sent that tweet that early. I would have been more nervous. <laughs> is that when you sent it out? Like three minutes left? Like three minutes left. Yeah. I sent it out early. Too I think, early. I think, but yeah, that was... called liquid mean, courage, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> they still got close from that. Like, there was a point where it was like free throws, and you're like, dude, can we just get out of this game? Like, oh, I know dude, the like, ending took forever. Like, yeah. 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 It's just stretched out. stupid. But, but like, mention, mentioning Kentucky's offense, they shot 49% from the field, 44% from three. And still lost by eleven, and had a guy go for thirty-five. He was fourteen for twenty from the field. I mean, that's unreal. So I was looking. I mean, he was able to win that ball game. Yeah, start to finish like that. Did he make like eight threes or something. He made six. He was six of eight. It felt like eight. Well, I was looking at what. So Dillingham obviously shot really well. Uh, I remember Shepard or Reeves. Uh, Shepard made four threes. Yeah, he's four seven. Well, I mean, everybody was all those Kentucky fans were like, "This guy's going to stop connect. This guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy," and like, I'm like. Dillingham is their best player, and he didn't even start. Also, they can say what they want. He didn't get his SEC average. That's fine. The dude still went for 16 and rub. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean. In a game where they did everything in their power to take it away from him. Well, I mean, he only gets 12 if they, like, decide to actually guard him on an inbound play. (laughs) I mean, we ran the same inbound play in, like, a minute and a half. And he was wide open, standing under the basket for a dog. You hate to see it. Did um, yeah. like I mean, it, it, be better, Kentucky. That's if if I showed you the, that's box. my life advice. If I showed you Kentucky's box score in Rupp, and then said DK drop what 15? 16. Six, 16? Ten times out of ten, they win. Probably <laughs> lose by like twenty. It's like seventy nine, and yeah. I, what are they scoring ninety two? Ninety two. We're saying we probably lost like 71, 92, 75, 80, 92 at best. I mean, I just think it was the. I mean. Tennessee played good. They did, yeah, they did play. I mean, well. that's that's the team that like in March that if you can play like that. Oh my gosh! Without DK having to drop thirty five points, I mean. Yeah, and then give him a, like give him the next game thirty five probably. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? We'll I mean, tomorrow. when they play like that, they're they're one seed. They're like a yeah. top four team in the entire country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and what's playing like that? What sucks about that is and rankings. People complain. I mean, it, look at how you lost the game before Kentucky. It, it is not a complete. Eraser, unfortunately, no. that's the nature of it. But nature of college basketball—it's a long season. Plenty of Duke lo- loses to Miami before the, um, or North Carolina loses to Miami. Excuse me, before they go and beat Duke, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, not Miami. Sorry, yeah. Georgia Tech. Um, so it's the nature of college basketball. Teams will lose, you know. So you still, if you take care of business, they're still ground to make up. You could end up mm-hmm. potentially, um, but it's just the nature of it. We'll see how it shakes out. It's also, I mean, if we know of anything about our brackets, like. I'm looking at some of the teams that are going to be in. Like, I mean, right now, like you may want to be a three seed because you may be in UNC or in Charlotte with UNC as a two seed right now. Um, not really. I mean, I'm just. It, it, but the nature of it is, is things will work itself out. You have a ton of time to make up ground. Teams will lose. Um, you could be a one seed if you play really well and teams lose. But that was a huge win because of South Carolina. Like you had to yeah. have that. Game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If, if you wanted to control your kind of own destiny in yeah. the SEC, like you had to win that game. In Tennessee, like for the rest of, I guess the next couple weeks, I think the next six games, not one team has a winning record in conference play. But and, and yet, so that 
some not good teams, but you do get those two teams we were talking about that just give trouble in mm-hmm. A&M and Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so well, Arkansas. Arkansas, Arkansas is not a good team, but like South Carolina, they play fast and physical. Yeah. And that may, that makes things weird. I mean, they got beat by LSU by 20. Is that right? They're not good. I want to make that abundantly clear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are abundantly clear. I mean, if we're talking like huge, just well, I think just underwhelming teams and not yeah. meeting expectations are like, is Gus going to, or, or is a uh, Musbus going to be on the posse by the end of the year? They have made Tennessee football's 2016 implosion look like nothing. Yeah, there's so much going on in that locker room. So many rumors. Because well, like Tennessee had some good wins, Arkansas just has sucked. <laughs> they have, but in terms of just, it seems there's stuff inside the locker room that may be happening. I, think, I mean, I think like it's more of, this. I, I, I would never of, know what it could be. You know, <laughs> totally random. They might be more than like the not 26, 2017 Tennessee. They might be that bad from. Because they were they were at twenty sixteen, like you had a good year, you just didn't I'm, do well. I'm the- not talking about in terms of record and stuff. I'm talking about just locker room implosion. Oh, okay, yeah, just yeah. locker room implosion. Yeah, yeah. Because the rumors coming out are way wilder than Shaw Tuttle tripping on a helmet. Mm-hmm. Way wilder than Jonathan Congo quitting FIFA. Well, we're gonna find out. We play them on Valentine's Day, so if there's time to have trouble in that locker room, it's on Valentine's. Was Tuttle sixteen or seventeen? No, I can't remember. When he fell on a helmet, oh, it had, was it sixteen? I was like, "There's no way." No, it had it had to be seventeen, right? Because it was before it the had season. To be. Oh, I thought it was during it. Okay. No, Twenty seventeen. Okay, and then but that year you have the Jalen Hurd maybe had a concussion, may have not after the Georgia game. Mm-hmm. Rumors go fly. Butch Jones has a during all that concussion stuff. Butch Jones lets the team vote on whether Jalen Hurts should be on the team, and they vote no. <laughs> I mean, they're just stuff you can't make up, and Arkansas makes it look like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, they're like all time. Yeah, they're bad. I just they they might be worse than Vandy. I wish we could debrief it, but it's just yeah. I don't really. I don't know enough about. it. I've just seen clip bits and pieces. Yeah, enough. Maybe one day we'll get into it. We'll, yeah. I, we'll save that for an after dark episode. We'll smoke, yeah, feels appropriate. Um, Dude, I'd love I did to wanna... have like a like a what did they call them? Like all those players that Josh Heupel inherited from Butch Jones. Like they were still here after Jeremy. Pru- Was it? The Butch Jones orphans is that, is that what they were calling? Uh, <laughs> that maybe I, don't know. <laughs> I mean that would be all time to just have a round table with some of those yeah. guys and just yeah. like, hey, let's just hash it all out. What happened? Which and I'll be you know we've talked to several Butch Jones players and and they respect him, they like him, they they he recruited them and I I respect that and get that. Uh, but it would be awesome to have a tell all yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, just because some I think even more fun because maybe the stories are. Absurd in a different way. A Derek Dooley tell all would be mm. awesome. Yeah. Oh God. My first question. Hey, uh, what's your um, what's your stance on recruiting an offensive lineman? Oh no, I'm going. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm jumping straight to. I need to know exactly how you shower. And did his instructions have any any impact on your life? Are you a cleaner person because of Derek Dooley teaching you how to shower? <laughs> I want to. I also want to ask, like. How many of y'all like wanted to just like kick a 
leg out of that stool he had on the sideline. <laughs> hey, people forget Derek Dooley had hands up. Every ball that Tyler Bray overthrew, he caught. <laughs> he was a receivers coach for the Cowboys yeah. for a while. He had hands. Where's for he sure. at now? Is he a lawyer? Uh, <laughs> he was at Alabama when we beat him in 2022. Oh, okay, good for him. So, um, but one thing I did want to know: you talk about life advice, and then just absurd things about Kentucky. If you wear a suit in a professional environment, which I would argue if you're going to wear a suit at a basketball game as a coach, that's a professional It's your job. Wear a tie. Wear a tie. Also, when he's... Why are you not wearing a tie? The entire... It must be a rule on that coaching staff. You can't wear a tie. No one had a tie on. It's absurd. <laughs> if you have a sport coat, I feel different. They had suits. I mean, he's like kicking and like throwing his hands and everything. He still has that jacket button i'm like dude oh, he probably dude, went through this move he probably went through 20 buttons during that game it should have been a safety hazard dude every time he grabs that and pulls i want to punch a baby i mean <laughs> yeah well you could punch him he's he a is baby. a baby he's yeah. a crybaby. and i'll give him credit i mean i'll always like he's a good coach um he's a good recruiter like kentucky is crazy to give him a lifetime contract crazy to want him fired <laughs> um rick barnes owns you though gal Oh, dude. Owns your soul. Speaking of him, like, recruiting, have you seen the recruiting pictures that they've been taking? Those have to be – they have to be trolling. <laughs> I mean, what? One has just, like, a baby shovel. Shout out to Voldemort. I think it was Voldemort. Voldemort, how do you say his name? On Twitter. He he pulled up, a like, Amazon. It's like one of those. Bucks. He did found it. <laughs> <laughs> and then one, they had a, like, safety vest. The Burger King hat's my favorite. <laughs> it has to be a Burger King hat, right? Like, uh, no. There's like a blue cowboy hat in there. Looks like they're going to like a Laney Wilson concert or something. Like, Shout out to Laney Wilson. I mean, it's just a white background. It makes no sense. It's hilarious to me that, uh, you know, the rule they made. And it, he'll probably commit there. <laughs> probably. You know, the rule they made about um, unofficial unofficials can't take pictures. And then you had all the staffers come out and they're like, no, that's a great rule. We hate doing photo shoots kentucky hates doing photo shoots (laughs) they put in as little effort as possible (laughs) i kind of respect it to a degree yeah to a degree i I respect just being like you want to take pictures this is all we got and they pull out just a random box of things and let them have at it unreal couldn't happen to a better if they if if kentucky has an ounce of the social media team that tennessee has the props will get more absurd as as more recruits come in. Honestly, like I feel like a great prank at work for any like Volcats out there is just like have Volcats. one of those have one of those shovels just like waiting for them on their desk Dude, on Monday morning. If you're a Volcat in 2024, you're a moron. Yeah. There, there's a guy at work, and I, I do like the guy, but there's one I, don't, I just don't. Which tru- makes it so much harder. Yeah, but I don't trust because he sucks. Yeah, like at the end of the yeah. day, he sucks. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like I'm okay talking to you, but like <laughs> I just hate everything about you too. But he's also stupid because Tennessee owns Kentucky as of late. My favorite thing, one of one of those troll accounts from Kentucky, and I hate I responded. I shouldn't have responded. I'm a better man than that. I know tweeted out that the final four thing, Tennessee needs to worry about March. I thought it'd be fun to look up what Kentucky and Tennessee are in March since Rick Barnes has been here. Tennessee's five and one versus Kentucky in March. Yeah. So yeah, sure. Getting to final fours is I mean fun. I'd love to do it. Mm-hmm. 
but we also haven't lost in the first round to a random team that plays in a middle school gym in New Jersey. <laughs> and we've also beat you five of the last six games in March. Yeah. I, I think this would be great life advice since we're on there. <laughs> Girls, if you go into, you know, your, your boyfriend or, or maybe even a date or a Twitter hookup match, whatever, you, you look in the guy's closet. If he's got Kentucky blue and Tennessee orange – in his closet, so yeah, get the hell out. He's an idiot. Yeah, he's got you can't trust mental him. problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, you should go and take him for his own sanity and have him admitted into yeah. a mental health facility. He, he's I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, he's and, not fun. and he'll give you an excuse. Well, my mom went to Kentucky, but I grew up in Knoxville. Yeah, it's unacceptable. If you're okay getting in your closet with Kentucky stuff and Tennessee stuff, and you're like you're just imagine, just imagine football season. You go to pick out your outfit for the tailgate and you go and like have to pass through all that Kentucky stuff to get to like a Tennessee polo. What the hell? Yeah. And that's, you know, going into the respect thing. It's why this man, Austin White, I love him and I respect the hell out of him because he is not a Volcat. No. He has come to Tennessee games, and he will not wear Tennessee orange. Yeah, and as much as I hate and despise his existence, I respect him. Yeah, he's a he likes to be sad. <laughs> Those <laughs> things taste good after a, yeah, one hundred and three. But he's consistent. <laughs> after you get so one hundred and three hung on you, yeah, it tastes good. Yeah, <laughs> he's consistent. Um, so, and, and he does drink quite a bit. He's not an alcoholic. <laughs> Per se, yeah, by rule, <laughs> he has a reason to drink, so I get it. Um, being a Volcat, you just suck, and you're not having fun. Like, I feel like it's like it's like betting on both teams to cover, like the same bet, yeah. you're just like losing money, yeah. You're, you're like, you're not happy either way. There's no way where you can just hate Tennessee basketball and love Tennessee football, there's no way. That's again why I, I can't comprehend the. Idea of it. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I just grew up loving Kentucky basketball. How? There's How this, do you like them in anything? There's this one guy. You're not I a real Tennessee he, fan. I think he should get the title Volcat because his only the only time he posts on social media about sports is when Tennessee does something bad. He only comments is that, that at that Tennessee's misery. That fat guy? No, I don't. No, this guy isn't. The guy that like laughs and he does like his own like. No, no, no. This is a guy I know personally. Oh, he's not like big on social media. Okay, <clears throat> just know personally. Post on Facebook mostly. Um, so he's a Kentucky fan apparently. Mm. Um, and he only, but he only, he watches far more. He has to watch far more Tennessee sports because the moment the misery hits, he is aware of it. Never celebrates Kentucky wins. And then obviously, you know, he doesn't ever celebrate Kentucky wins over Tennessee because they don't exist. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, it's like he's, he, I think he should get the title Volcat and he gets titled everything we just told you about them mm-hmm. because all he tweets about and Facebook posts about is Tennessee sports. It's psychotic behavior. Yeah. Well, glad he's on Facebook because I never post on Facebook. I think he's on Twitter too. And I've responded on both, I think, a few times. Um, 
He hadn't posted about Saturday yet, though. Get that. Yeah. Isn't that wild? He was getting ready to. Yeah. He had it loaded up. Yeah, before before the first tip, he thought about it. Mm-hmm. Good good, good thing he held out. I, I have been there. I've created memes and hopes. <laughs> um, you know, if Tennessee would have beat LSU in Omaha last year, oh, T-Bob, he was going to get it. I was going to lie him up. Uh, didn't get the chance. But... Didn't the fact – the fat guy you're talking about. <laughs> didn't he, give... he was labeled as a fat guy. <laughs> He's fatter than me, and I'm fat. <laughs> um, didn't he take off his jersey at like the SEC tournament and try to give it to a kid? Yeah, like his sweat, <laughs> sweaty jersey. This there are a lot. I've of... never been in a basketball arena where I haven't sweat in. Yeah, because and he's. Like you said, he's fat. So <laughs> fat people sweat when it's cold. <laughs> exactly. As so, a fat man, I know this. <laughs> so he, was, he gave it to that kid. I'm sure that kid was just like, even his dad was like, don't thank you. <laughs> he was like, it's an avocado. Thanks. <laughs> that is, it, there are so many things on social media that I've just, holy crap, the things people do for clicks. Mm-hmm. That. Did he think? I mean, I don't know. He also has that video where he like hangs himself with a seatbelt. That's kind of funny. Yeah. He also he also pulls the Bowser thing where he drives. He makes videos while driving. I think I think I'm not calling for like police, federal government, police overreach or anything like that. I think if someone posts a video on TikTok, Twitter, whatever, while driving, they should be allowed to be arrested. If you can see like the road passing in the background mm-hmm. on their very public video, I think you should. I think you should be able to give them fines. Yeah, you should. Get, like you that. should get hit with a like texting while driving fine. Yeah, especially if you're talking about Kentucky sports yeah. while doing it. Mm-hmm. Insane. I mean, he could probably and, lead insanity and probably. And if that. you're over the age of like 45 and operate a TikTok account regularly, also another fine. Yeah. I mean, also, if you will wear like a puka shell necklace at age like 45 and above, like that's you weird. You don't have to give me names. Do you know somebody that does that? I think he, he wears oh, like those. He really? He wears like those necklace, like those rope necklaces with like shells in he it. He probably yeah. gets them at Ron John Surf Shop when he goes to Daytona. <laughs> yeah. Once a year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to get those when I was like 11. <laughs> <laughs> he actually just gets them at like a gas station on like the. Uh, Kentucky, yeah, the border. West Virginia border, Virginia like, border. He goes to the tri-state area and picks one up. They're the cheapest here. Yeah. Gets his favorite pair of sunglasses and puka shell necklace like, every year. You get them here, they're less expensive because it's not actually at the beach. They raise the prices at the beach for those things. That's a good point. I know. That's a good point. Those are those are the real shark tooth necklaces, so they're a little pricier. Yeah, yeah, those <laughs> are the fake ones, dude. I'll never forget. I'm such an idiot as a kid. I went to the lake. The lake. And found this piece of like sharp piece of wood, and it was like this big. I was like, Ladon. I was like, Mom, I found a shark tooth. We're gonna be rich in the Mountain Hill Lake. (laughs) Did she go along with it, or did she break it? Yeah, she did. I mean, I had it in my drawer. You just weren't a geography guy yet. You didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand. Water's water, baby. But at that point, I I will give myself a little bit of credit. I hadn't been to the beach to <laughs> know what actual shark tooth looked like. <laughs> Give yourself some credit. You knew it was unlikely. That's why you were so happy about it. Yeah. You knew it like this should never be the case. Yeah. But I found one. Yeah. It, I mean, it was definitely just like a piece of driftwood. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, shark tooth. I have a complete misunderstanding 
so don't quote me on this. I think I read it on Reddit that apparently like the dinosaurs in museums, like half those bones are like plaster. Like mm. half of them are real and half of them are fake. So you're just oh, kind of just doing like what piece the, it together. You're just kind of doing what the experts do at that point. Okay. Yeah, it could have been a shard, too, for all we know. <laughs> it's probably a pretty sweet... You could probably... Dude, I've seen driftwood go for way too much money. You could probably sell it for a pretty penny if you still I mean, got especially it. Especially in this market. <laughs> yeah. Inflation's crazy. I, I built a house with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was at a... Uh, I was at that uh, little, like, flea market type deal. Like, it's got antique booths. Mm-hmm. Dude, there was pieces of driftwood going for, like, 150 bucks. So, dude, just go to the go to the body of water. <laughs> Anybody, <laughs> you don't have to go to the ocean for that. <laughs> you know what else is funny? We we also remember when we went to the lake and we rode a tree. Were you with us? I don't think I was. Oh my god! They like called TWRA. We were literally in the middle of the lake riding a tree in the water, and TWRA rolled up on you. Yeah, that is government overreach. Yeah. Kids then, just guys being dudes. Also, they like how old were you? I mean, uh, I was probably in middle school. Okay, so you weren't drunk. No. See, I'm like, I could see like if I saw like I don't know, four, yeah, some four people Joey's age. Yeah. No life jackets. I'd probably call somebody. <laughs> They're gonna die soon. Yeah. Twelve year olds probably had life jackets on, probably didn't actually. Well, you know what the crappy thing is? He didn't even put us in his boat. He like made us swim back. back to shore. <laughs> Did you have life jackets? No I way. If you were no, coming from shore, no you're, way. If you're no coming way. from shore, no. zero way. No. That's and like we better. found it on the side of the bank and we put it in the water and we're like, mm. oh, this thing floats. And we were all just riding on it. Like the it's your version of the banana boat. Yeah. Deals, deals were made out redneck there. banana boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Some of the dumb things we've done. You know that I've never done though? been a ball cat because i'm on the <laughs> that's true never Joe, you ever dog. been a ball cat <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i really don't, i mean i don't have anything else really for that kentucky game other than how much freaking fun it was it was a blast we were at one of the hottest new spots in town um just a dollar to get into um you got to be in a we i mean deuces bar and grill look it up yeah um bring a dollar bring a dollar I think you should up it to two dollars, but only two dollar bills are accepted. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the bank this weekend and get a bunch of two dollar bills. I think a, a dollar gives you like a lifetime. Like, no, you're trying to add up. You're trying to get. Well, you, you get more people. No, I, no, I think a, do, a dollar. Dude, you're so cheap. A dollar every time, Landon. I mean, that's fine. I'm I'm just saying, like, if people know it's just a dollar, like a one time fee. I am writing my name on them so I can just go get them back one day. <laughs> but hey man um they're coming from my house yeah i signed mine with my number from high school nice. also i put a little artwork in there little middle score artwork if you will yeah so yeah you saw carson newman 11 years ago i did yeah they didn't know what they're getting but they <laughs> got it uh, i like that you uh you said i was you know never a uh Never uh, six foot, never 190 pounds. <laughs> Did you say receiver? Yeah. Did you end up? I thought you ended up. I thought you started defense, went went to offense. I, I, I did do okay. that, but I just went ahead and. I wanted to the, call. For the sake of that, I just went ahead and did that. When you said receiver, I thought maybe I was wrong and you flipped to defense. I wanted to comment and be like, they never got a receiver either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they honestly, I was so bad. They didn't know where to put me. 
<clears throat> as a special teams hero. I was pretty much helped for Williams. Williams. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Help the football. Yeah. Then they uh, they just started let they let the other kickers hold, which whatever. I mean they wouldn't they weren't lasering that thing when fire happened, but I was. Just saying. You're just yelling fire for the fun of it. Oh, yeah. Perfect I mean, snap. Fire, fire, yeah, fire. Terrible snap. <laughs> just Charlie Brown, the kicker, and the call. That's actually why Landon got pulled from special teams. Yeah. Um, LSU. LSU. Nice. Yeah. Um, not a good team. They uh, – I had it written down a little bit, but they, they lost. Don't read. They got Thank whooped time. by Alabama. Tennessee whooped Alabama. They also got whooped by Syracuse. By 21, I think, in Tennessee, beat them by 18. Um, so, I mean, just just not a good basketball team. Jordan Wright is their best player. I think he leads them in points, rebounds, and assists. I mean, he's he was a four-year player at Vanderbilt. So, <laughs> let's – Tennessee should win this basketball game. Go take care of business. Got to take care of business these next couple games. I think you have LSU. You have AM twice. You have Arkansas. Arkansas, you have Vandy, Missouri, and Missouri. Yep, those are your six games. Then after that, it's South Carolina, Auburn, Alabama, Kentucky. Yeah, is how you end the season. So uh, the, these next six six games are huge for SEC seeding and and see what happens. Yeah, and I think this is kind of going. This is kind of in the similar vein of the Vanderbilt game in terms of internal challenges. Uh, you don't have the week off, but you just had. A really roller coaster of a week. Mm-hmm. You have that tough loss at, uh, against South Carolina, excuse me, and then you go on the road, hostile environment, and you you make history. They hadn't thirty years since they had a hundred point scoring up. Yeah, I think is it like the fourth time it's happened. Yeah, it's like crazy. Um, then you get about you had to come back and play a not so good team. Good news is it's home. That place should be. I know it's a Wednesday night. Should be pretty rowdy though. People are freaking fired up right now. Yeah, I've talked to more people about Tennessee basketball this week than ever before. Clemson just beat North Carolina too. Did they really? <laughs> See, I think I was about to say th- these next six games are really crucial, but it's going to be even more crucial to take it one by one. You got to win the. You know, we got to go one and zero before you can go six and zero, baby. Yeah, just be um, consistent. I, I think that's the thing. Is like I don't think anybody's like no one's winning a national championship right now. No, I, I, no. I do think the most consistent team will win a national champ. I mean. And Obviously, yes, because they have to win in a row. But but that's why people are talking about UConn yeah. right now. Yeah, because they're they're the most consistent team by far. Right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Now, and I think consistency is crucial as well. But I don't think Tennessee's consistency, as you saw Saturday, is going to look the same. There's going to be the consistent makeup of the three guys: Adu, Zakaya, and Dalton Connect. Yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna have they need to have good games. But we don't need Dalton going for thirty every night to be to be labeled consistent. We don't need Zakai double double every night. To be labeled consistent, you need Jonas A doing double double range. I think mm-hmm. you know eight nine rebounds, eleven points, ten eleven rebounds, nine points, whatever in that range. Um, just because that's the makeup of the position, though, like where sure. he's at. Yeah. Um, but you don't need you don't even need Josiah to necessarily score fifteen every night to get that consistent label. He's got to he's got to fill the stat sheet like he he's set he's on the court to do. Mm-hmm. You need Vescovi to shoot well. He's still not probably going to, we, we, you know, I just said it earlier, the nature of basketball, you only have so many shots. Like he's probably still not going to score a ton all the time, but when he, when he gets to shoot, he, we need him to score. Yeah. Um, 
to to get that consistency label. Uh, you need the the big minutes from the bench you got this weekend. I don't know how it'll come. I'm, I'm curious to see <coughs> where does Jordan Gainey's minutes like how are those impacted? Um, I think we need more minutes from Awaka. I feel like I also yeah. don't know because Jonas Hadu is playing so well. He is, but I just feel like he's playing a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think Awaka that. I think his minutes are going to fluctuate based off matchups. For sure. Also foul trouble, for sure. But Which, hey, um, you score four points, you go get those four fouls. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I just think Tennessee like seemed like they were at their best at Kentucky. They were – they got out in transition. Yeah. They ran tempo. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that – I think it shows Tennessee can do that. Like, I don't understand why we don't. Unless we're letting somebody else dictate dictate the pace of the game, and you're you're already losing from that point if you're doing that. Yeah, Tennessee. Try. I mean, they all. Which is we're why, too athletic and, and too good at, at finishing at the rim. We we should be a good a better shooting free free throw shooting team than we have shown the past couple weeks. But um, I think do it. Like, yeah, I mean, it, we're so good on defense. Get out and transition and use that. You said going to the rim to. Another consistency note: We need Zakai going to the rim consistently. Yeah, often, always. And when he's able it. to finish at the rim like he was the other night, even I mean, the play of the game was that offensive rebound. Yeah, which was a, a bad lob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, it worked a bad, out a bad review. Like it was a lob to himself. It wasn't, but I will give the refs this point. And it took too long to notate it. I paid attention on the replay. I don't know if this – I don't remember watching the game. Joe, you may know from actually being there. Their backboard doesn't have the red. So they didn't get, like, that immediate feedback. Oh, okay. And they – I mean, it's probably tough to hear the buzzer all the time. So I – not having the backboard, which I'm assuming that means they either didn't have it all game or just malfunction there, that may – like, that gives – that I'm like, all right, I'm okay with you. But it should have been literally, okay, we're good. Like, it yeah. should have been a peak. They looked at it for far too long. Right. Which were they? They didn't reset clock, did they? Were they looking at that or something? May I? I don't remember what you said they were. Okay. okay. But yeah, I I noticed that uh, someone tweeted out either yesterday or today, you know how absurd it was, and I was like, I mean, I don't disagree, but also, why would you? Why does why would Kentucky not have backup flights? Yeah. Whatever. Who yeah. Cares? Going going back to LSU, kind of getting away from Kentucky here because we probably need to move on. Um, nope. <laughs> I mean. Jordan Wright, again, they're, they're kind of everything player. They did have a guy against Arkansas, a white guy named, like, Will Baker or something. I don't know. It sounds like a guy that, you know, runs the NCAA. But a seven-foot white guy that scored 25 against – I mean, that – if they do have a solid big man, I, I think it could give Tennessee trouble. Um, but also, like, who's going to guard Zakai and Dog Connect? And if Josiah's – Finally, like out of that slump. I mean, who's going to guard those guys for forty minutes? That that is a huge thing. If those guys are playing well, yeah, I'm not talking last he, weekend. Good, just well. It's really tough to guard. Yeah, because you can play tempo, like because you have. I mean, if Cam Carr, I, I think he's earned some playing time the other night. I thought he played well enough to it, at least gain some trust with the, the I, staff. I don't disagree, but where at this point? Unless it's Jordan Gainey minutes. That's that's the only place I think you can take away from. Yeah, which well, I'm not saying. Somebody needs to come out for two minutes, take a breather. Like, 
Yeah, but I don't necessarily want to see the Jordan Ganey camp. Cam Carlisle. Oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so I'm saying I feel like the only place he can really take. I mean, I'm, obviously you don't always have to have that combination, mm. but I feel like the only place I would want to lose minutes right now would be Ganey. Yeah. Which I don't. I'm not going to dog him like a lot of people do, but he hasn't necessarily earned them right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, not a if, practice. If you're in there to shoot, yeah, and that's the only thing like you're giving the team, you're not hitting shots. Like, I mean, yeah. you're just kind of. And he's playing defense okay. Um, he's not. He's clearly not one of your best five, six guys, but he's playing okay. Yeah. He doesn't get lost on the defensive end. Yeah. All the time. He, yeah, he struggled a little bit. Let's but. take care of business against LSU again. I don't think they're a good team. Um, it is at home. I think that is good, but also like, and you want to get that bad taste out of your mouth at home. Yeah. That South yeah. Carolina was a bad loss at, because it court. was at home. Storm the court if we went. And I know things happen, and it, it's college basketball is weird and doesn't make a lot of sense. But I mean, we're we're getting here like you're getting into crunch time, so yeah. those games they matter. It's okay. It's okay to lose that South Carolina game because you're going to lose weird games like that. So put it behind you and go win the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying literally win, go you know undefeated because well, there's just, still some tough matchups. Not That'd lose again. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be just fun. not lose again. You know um, what? I'll let us lose again next November. Until then, yeah, empty. That would be hilarious if you open the season with a loss after a national championship. You can't complain. You can't. You just won a national championship. Yeah. That's apparently the epitome. That's apparently your season's good or bad if you win a national. Like, it's only good if you win a national championship. It's bad no matter where you end if, if you don't. So, can't complain. Yeah. So, apparently the TRO got denied by the Institute. I haven't read anything about it. Um, we've been we've been pretty busy since about 630 yeah. uh, with, with the Connor Pavoloni stuff. But apparently um, the – It is a temporary restraining order, which could have been ruled on any time between when – uh, the motion was filed and February 13th that it, from my understanding of restraining orders and, and how this, uh, these proceedings are going to work out. Um, it doesn't necessarily affect what's going to happen on February 13th, but it's not, it, it's hard to say it's bad for Tennessee, but it's definitely not good for ten- the state. That's yeah. another thing too, is remember that this has nothing, this is not the University of Tennessee in the NCAA right now. Well, People can paint it like, like that, but it's not. This I, is the state of Tennessee, the state of or the Commonwealth of Virginia, mm-hmm. and the NCAA. This is not the University of Tennessee. Yeah. So I, I think that got denied today, and then there was a judge that come out and said tennis or the plaintiffs are likely to succeed. So okay. it seems like, hey, yeah, this is denied, but also like you're probably going to win anyways. Who cares? Yeah, which is weird because I don't think they technically had. Don't quote me on this. Uh, I've I've talked to some people. I don't think they technically had to rule on it. So that's weird that they did. Maybe they did have to rule on it, the temporary one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it'll still go. Things will still like work out February thirteenth. Um, we are setting up tailgate right outside the courthouse <laughs> front doors. Um, I'll be there painted up. Um, wearing my my best Tom Mars jersey. He's not even a part of the, the crew rolling in there, but uh, he deserves it. Um, yeah, the whole walk, uh, the whole the whole nine yards. Do not go to the courthouse. By God, do not. Um, there will be some people there. Which, if you go there to just observe, do it. Do not wear like game day gear. No. In fact, don't wear orange, unless it's like a unless it's like a nice, tasteful like uh, you know Danny White and Don Day and all the administration have like the power tee. Uh, 
pin. That's the only orange you can wear. Okay. Yeah. We're like cufflinks, checkerboard cufflinks that are like way too expensive. It's tasteful. Yeah. If you wear cufflinks, you're allowed in the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> they can have anything on them. <laughs> if you are a fan, you have to wear a three piece suit and cuff. And you know what? Ditch the tie. Who cares? Yeah. Like who? I mean, what? Who? Who cares about the rules of society? So yeah. <laughs> what was that from? Uh, legend from Legend. Paul, Paul, that's, right. that's right. Mod a new motto. Um, yeah, I don't know much about. It. I need to read on that and uh, yeah, I, confer I really with some people there. I just saw that you know plaintiffs are likely to succeed. Which I don't know. How does that? Has a judge like come out and say like, yeah, hey, I'm probably gonna rule this. <laughs> Y'all are gonna win anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's kind of weird. That's the thing. Like, I just don't understand like a lot of this legal talk, and I just don't know a whole lot about it. So I have to like, hey, what does this mean? Like, what does that mean? And I have to like look up what things mean, and then put it together of how it makes sense with all this going on. We are not lawyers. We did not go to law. <laughs> we didn't. So, and, and again, just assuming kind of based on how things are rolling out. And what so the judge said, according to Pete Nakos, I don't know who that is. It could be another RGW for all I know. College <laughs> sports business and transfer portal reporter for On Three Sports. So um, he quoted the judge. While Tennessee and Virginia aren't granted TRO, the judge notes, considering the evidence currently before the court, plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits of their claim under the Sherman Act. That's the antitrust act that uh, allowed NIL to work in the first place. Um, so that may, I guess, mean that. Potentially that there's no, no reason to have the maybe, but also may, maybe it's one of those things like we need to see more. We need to be presented with more. Um, but looking at what we know now. That this is probably how the ruling will shake out, but it is weird that the judge would even comment on it. feels like you would yeah. just say, uh, yeah, I feel like you would just say, Hey, you're not speaking on the matter. Yeah, not. Case. Yeah. Apparently we do speak on investigation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't, it's very weird. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get back with you on Thursday, I guess, about that. But um, I know we're going to talk about our favorite VSLs. Honestly, this has kind of been a I feel like we should just. Do you want to maybe give one? Yeah, I, I think the reason why I wanted to bring this up, um, and we got to talk to one today that, you know, maybe a lot of people just spoil, <laughs> just don't, don't really, not that they don't know about, but it isn't like a huge you know, in your face kind of figure like a, like a Trey Smith or like a Peyton Manning, like those people are yeah, they're they just go. in your face. They won't shut up about the freaking <laughs> yeah. university. Like, yeah. God. Um, but I, I think Trey Smith is a big one. Like an offensive lineman, I, I think is difficult to have that recognition. Yeah. Um, but it seems like every time like he's interviewed, like he always gives a shout out to Tennessee. Like he loves Tennessee so much. And I, I don't know what the, requirements are for like a retired jersey that's a person that i'd be like how do you especially if he goes and wins we another just look super this bowl. up like a week ago i don't remember what they <laughs> but like he wins two super bowls like he was first team he wasn't all american he wasn't all american wasn't he freshman was he freshman, freshman all american i wonder if that counts i don't know i know that's one of but he was ones. first team all sec for two years i don't know if that has anything to do with uh, i think you have to win like conference player of the year but i don't know how that works in football gotcha yeah um, I know it's difficult. I think it's more difficult in football than a lot of the sports. Yeah. But, I mean, that'd be one where 
he keeps winning Super Bowls like you this, got, it'd, be, to, it'd be hard, yeah, hard not to. And also, it's it's not like a number where you're like, man, like seventy three is a tough number to replace. Think, like, there's yeah. not people beating well, down the door you for can retire, They retired jerseys now, not numbers. So yeah, you're, okay, you're good. that's true. You're that's good. true. That's true. I do feel like Tennessee, and maybe I'm just not aware of it. Maybe it's just not as known thing. With how many, with this fan base and with the uh, the alumni, especially uh, within sports, hmm. um, just because uh, I mean Peyton Manning and Trey Smith are but a few, uh, sure, that are very very proud of, of the Volunteers and and where they played and where they. they What's well, a lot from. of just like the way I look, like VFL is it can be interpreted in like a ton of different ways, yeah. but what I see. Is like when I'm at these sporting events, like who are those people that keep coming back? Yeah, and there's a lot of like, especially it's. I think it's. I think it's really cool. One of the cooler aspects of it are when it's the lesser known people that show up. Sure, um, yeah. that just love their time here and and love their coaches and and love playing, um, whether it be in Neyland Stadium or in Sherry Parker Lee or um, where whatever sport they're you know in. Um, uh, I just blanked on the swimming and diving facility. Alan Jones, like wherever they play, like they loved it and they come back. I think those, like yes, it's all cool, but I think those those are even a little more special just because I think it's easy to go back to a place that loved you. Sure, um, yeah. but maybe you didn't necessarily feel like the same love Trey Smith and Peyton Manning got, but you still love it the same. Um, but I would like to see again, and this may exist because I, I know they have like the Letterman stuff, and um, a lot of people that are part of that club at football games, especially, but. Um, something similar to like the Cowboys Ring of Honor, um, mm-hmm. that maybe not quite the retired jersey, but a Hall of Fame that recognizes people who made impacts in their time, yeah. um, and then continue to make impacts even when they leave the university. Because there are a lot of people that I think should be recognized. And, and I'm not saying Trey Smith, I don't disagree with you at all in terms of like that would be a guy that if they announced today they're retiring his, his jersey, I'm all in. Yeah, but a guy like that who maybe didn't fit the criteria, which I, I'm, I'm as far as I can tell, the criteria is fine. Um, but maybe doesn't fit the criteria, but absolutely should be honored like that. Yeah, I think that would be a or, great or way like to do a it. back of the jumbotron kind of guy. Like I, I feel like Trey, Trey Smith would be a great one. To have yeah, one. I think there's some people you should tow tow the line with, and he's not one of them. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that would be really cool. Something for, um, yeah, like like I said, maybe people. It's yeah, you're not going to retire their jersey. Um, but we're going to honor them at a, I mean, they did let, do they, they don't do legends of the game anymore. Do they? Not that I'm aware of. I Maybe it. I don't get there early enough to. I've gotten there early enough a few times in the past few years. I just don't remember. I'll have to, I'll have to check. If, if anybody knows in the comments, tell yeah, us. Yeah. They, they usually like, it's usually right before the band comes out. Yeah. And now they do like, I guess they just have them come out and like a timeout. And they do that. It seems like more often nowadays, yeah. but I remember, I mean, they still did that when I was growing up and did legends of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you name yours? Your my, my favorite VFL was, is Trey Smith yours. He's one that like, like in the moment right now, I mean, Peyton Manning's an easy one. I was trying to go something different than that. I think Chris Lofton's another that, really I mean, yeah. good one. Yeah. I think right now in terms of like similar to the Trey Smith angle, um, someone that's just always about Tennessee when they, when they're public, uh, it's Grant Williams. Yeah. Guy that's successful. Sure. Not as much as Trey Smith right now. Um, but every time, and it's funny, he's been on those podcasts where it sounds, I think a lot of people take it as him trashing Rick Barnes. It's like, guys, he's smile. Like he, 
he is he's got that we talk about it with like the baseball players who have that little bit of Tony Vatello psycho in them. Mm-hmm. And so they love being a part of that team and love Vatello. Grant Williams, when he's like talking about how just crazy he was making them run, like he's just like laughing and smiling. And sure, I think like anybody's like, what the F am I doing here? But it's like he taught like he loved his time in Tennessee. He talks about it all the time. I mean, that that was the best thing for him. And like, he 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 that talks was, about that he, too. Yeah, he he doesn't get to yeah. in the NBA, starting for the Dallas Mavericks as a chubby six <laughs> six power forward. Like, yeah. He just doesn't. Yeah. Um. So I, that that's a guy that that I think is a he's a guy that will will one day have his jersey retired. Sure. Yeah. And should rightfully so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Got some questions real quick. Um. I don't know if you have anything else for not, that. Not really. Um. I just want to kind of hit on it a little bit. I saw a thing with Trey Smith just kind of, you know, mentioning Tennessee in another podcast. And I'm like, dude, that's it's so cool. And, like, he's not just, like, he always seems to come back. Like, he's always on campus or doing something, like, when he can. And he's a home state guy. Yeah. You, you talk the other name you yeah. threw out there, Peyton Manning, Grant Williams. Like, they're not from the state of Tennessee. This is also a guy that was born in Memphis, which – in recruiting battles, especially, gets talked about how it's like not this. Yeah, it's it's hard to call it the state of Tennessee. Like he's proud that he is from the state of Tennessee too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, got some questions real quick. Go ahead and read those. Um, it's a, from our good friend All of All Everything. He says, "Did last week's college basketball loss to South Carolina change your confidence level of this team going far? Not if they can, but if they will." Hmm. I mean, I. The the, I want to say no, but I think it's because I'm on the somewhat like I think I would be labeled in the pessimistic category mm-hmm. because I just in my mind I understand how hard it absolutely hard it is to win in March. I will gladly make fun of Kentucky losing to uh, St. Petersburg. Was that the, was that their name? St. Peters. St. Peters. Peters. Yeah. Um, St. Peters. It's becoming a lot more common for those seed upsets to happen. Yeah. And it's just like it, it's a hard tournament. It's a hard sport. It's a weird sport. And so I, you know, he not said it. He said if they can, not if they can, but if they will, it's hard. I think Tennessee is in that. I don't know. This team is really physical, mm-hmm. but I think they can be matched physically. Whereas I think a lot of those like Grant and Admiral teams couldn't be matched physically. If they got beat, it was by good basketball teams. Yeah. This team, I'm still questioning how – are they willing to get – are all five on the court willing to get down in the dirt and mm-hmm. slum it for a minute? I don't know yet, but I think it's good that they played a team that kind of brought them down in the mud, and they've, they've played that battle now. So they had a team that kind of maybe out, out-dirtied them a little bit. I'm not saying, like, South Carolina played dirty. That, that, I'm not sure. I'm not throwing out the, the Duke rugby crap. Um, I just mean like they, they played a really physical basketball game and they mm-hmm. made things tough on Tennessee. Um, and I think that's a that's a good challenge to see earlier than in than when you go play um a team in March that that's willing to do that. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think it and match that up with a good basketball. If it's a good basketball team that's willing to get in the dirt with you, that makes it even harder. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it really changed my perception on like how far this team can go. It's like you've seen the highs, yeah. Like I mean, Saturday, you you saw like how good this team could be. 
you saw against Illinois how good this team can be. Against Alabama, how this how good this team can be. And like you see it, and like it just it takes. I mean, perfection in the NCAA tournament to to win a national championship, and and so like, like there's teams that can win it. There's teams that won't win it because they can't reach that point. Tennessee is absolutely one of those teams that can win it. It's just, and I think it's not luck, but it's. It, but it, see, we were talking about Khalil McKenzie with how much I don't think I think football is so skill minded and so physically minded similar to basketball like basketball similar to football in that way people forget how much luck is involved in the sport yeah like like any any team can be hot whereas football like usually the best team wins now, yeah, there's, yeah there's certain occasions where that's not the case but but basketball, i just mean in, anything can happen but in the scenario of of the ball bouncing your way that night the ball literally the ball going through the hoop there is so much luck involved Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the first threes that Kai made against Kentucky. How different is that game? From the looks of it, Tennessee still wins. How different is it, though, if that long three, instead of bouncing in, bounces out? That's luck, man. And, and turns into a long defensive rebound, and they go to the other end. And, and, and they're up 2-0. Shoot shoot yeah. Josiah may come back and hit that three, but that first, the first four minutes of that game are very different. Yeah. And so I, I think there's, there's so much luck. There's minuscule room for error. And again, you're you only play good teams in March. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I'm not saying obviously you have the auto bids that that aren't phenomenal, but they won championships to get there. Those yeah. guys grinded through a week playing in a freaking civic center. <laughs> yeah. But also like with that South Carolina loss, I mean they're ranked 15th right now. It's hard. Yeah. It I mean it looks like a good loss. Now can they keep that up? We'll see. Um, but Tennessee, Tennessee played a really bad basketball game and, and lost by just a few. Yeah. So I, right. I definitely think like, uh, let's wait and see on South Carolina. But right now, it looks like they are a good basketball team. This this six game stretch is going to tell you if how impactful that South Carolina loss was to this team's psyche and, and physicality. Yeah. yeah. And, and also on that South Carolina note, I don't think they're a great basketball team. I do think this is a team that goes to. Is it back in Nashville, or is it Atlanta this year? Uh, I think it's in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. I think. I think this is a team that goes to the SC tournament. I don't think they win it. I don't know if they make it to the championship, but I feel like they wreak havoc that week. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they lost in the first round. It wouldn't surprise me if they made it. To the like I could see that team playing really good, maybe even beating a team in the quarterfinals, and then losing like on a buzzer beater in the semis or something yeah. weird. Um, could also see him play on Sunday. Like I could just because of the way they play basketball, I could see him playing on Sunday. Yeah. It's weird. And it's only gonna get weirder with the NCAA tournament. Like teams are gonna yeah. just fall apart. Well, I mean, the NCAA will probably just put a death penalty all of Tennessee's sports teams right when Dog Connects scoring 40 points a game and <laughs> A brought 15 rebounds in the last three or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's how it goes. All right, uh, most important. That or a meteor will hit. Oh yeah, something will. Something. Uh, our, our look. You got any, Joey? Am I allowed to vent about my country music argument, or are y'all gonna turn me off of that? Wait, what? Those, those guys saying that essentially just putting their own tag on bro country. They're like, oh. it's bro country because bros like it. I was like, 
bros like all country music. Are you talking about your guitar childers, little birds, childers? Childers. I've heard it both ways, so I don't know for I sure. I think he said childers. Okay, that's obviously what you got to run. I just that was more of a fail. I just don't understand. They want us like the argument was most of bro country gets lumped into tractor rap. Is what they called it. I've never heard that term. I would think tractor rap would be like the people since Florida Georgia line, right? Yeah, Florida Georgia Line. But even Florida Georgia Line, before they started that like rap weird stuff they did, they had a lot of bro country. Yeah. But bro country was a thing long before them. Like you had like the Luke Bryan, Luke Bryan like, uh, Dirks Bentley, yeah. um, Sam Hunt and stuff. Like Sam that. Hunt. Very, like, I'm leaving out some big ones. Hardy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was, I'm talking like big ones though. Like that, uh, like 2010 crew of people. Even Thomas Rhett kind of had some. Thomas Rhett's kind of bro y. Um, yeah, there's like a big, like, I don't know. I think there's a vast difference between, I think people who think Tyler's bro country are just confusing the like rock influence, the Americana influence. Well, he's not, it's just weird. I think with, you know, even Morgan Wallen, like, I think he's like a really good country music artist, but he's still like, I think he has a. He, I has, think he has he a has, lot of bro country. He does. He does. Like a, and he, it's almost a shtick, though. Like, who else is going to do a, two songs? With and it, it's not really his songs are bro country. It's more like his persona. But yeah, uh, he's in a Drake music video. He just does like a little. I think he'll, I think he'll he, wear Jays on like on Big X the Plug guy. He's gonna he's, they have a song that's like in the works. I mean, it's like, oh, who's really? doing it? I, I think he I think he has some good country music songs mm-hmm. that I like, but I think there's he also has a lot. Like I don't disagree with what you're saying the persona, but I also think there's some songs that are like bro country. Uh, do you know the Bur- Bur- Bo Burnham skit? Yeah, where he's making fun of country music. That's bro country. The key changes. The my truck, my girl, my American flag. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's bro country. Um, but I and and I don't. You know, the disagreement started with like Zach Bron and Tyler Childers. I didn't even argue Zach Bron. I don't think he's bro country. I think no. there are some songs that toe the line. So I won't. I just won't argue it because like I could see it. But I think even for the most part, he plays good country. Rock, a little bit of Americana in there. Yeah, he's, he's not gear slower. Yeah, real. He's not really bro country. He has like I'm trying to think of like one song off the top of my head. I've heard a few that I'm like, oh, that kind of sounds like that cheap Nashville songwriter crap. But for the 99 percent of his music, I would entirely disagree. I just didn't even start the argument because Tyler Childers felt so absurd to call bro country. I can't think of one song, and I've listened to no. even he's the like stuff he hadn't the released. Most opposite of, of bro country. And the art, I don't, the argument, it bros listen to it. I was like, I don't. That's not the point, though. That's not. I don't. What, what about that last music video? I'm sure some of those bros didn't love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a point. <laughs> um, which is the, my favorite part about that song is a lot of people now just associate the song with yeah, and the song with like gay relationships. The song says nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't. Um, like yeah, no one would even know it was. They that until they watch the yeah, video. They also don't know about his liberal song um, that he released that a lot of bros hate. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Jason Aldean's. Probably, uh, well, that's, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, country, like, yeah, like Dirt Red Anthem really kicked off in that Luke Bryan era. Yeah, just like the most stereotypical country. Oh, Shane Gillis yeah. has that bit where it's yeah. just literally like exactly. If you're head bobbing the country music, that's <laughs> yeah. bro country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really head Zach Bryan. Uh, <laughs> Lee Bryce is a guy who I like for a while. His started off, it felt more authentic, still had that bro vibe, and then it got super bro Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I was just like, and like my the thing that made me mad is I was just like, all right, what of his music 
is it? And never answered that question. I was no. like, I feel like you should know how dumb you are. I, I looked at he, my, he definitely was just trying to get, I mean, like I looked at his account and I don't think he's intentionally a troll, but he's a little off. He's, got, he's a little, little, little carried away with trolling. Yeah. I just got a text and they said, I love the cat casting couch. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Who said that? Can you tell me? Blake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shout out Blake. Um, my most important, I mean, Caleb, Landon, you're now in the golf world, so you have to be excited for Waste Management Opens this week. Yeah, it's just a party event. Oh, golf. dude. And I know you you probably knew about it before. You've seen the clips. But now that you've, like. You I'm know. all I'm all in. Like, I didn't really know much about it. Um, I knew, like, that one. Is it hole 18? Uh, 16. 16. 16. The, the I, I thought it was different. Um, I'm part of that hole. But it, it's. That's where the party's at, correct? Yes. Well, I mean, I mean the, well, the, the place, party's but... all over the course, but that's the stadium yeah, hole. Yeah. That's the when there's a hole in one there. Like and it what makes me the only thing that's irritating about that, speaking of like bro country, that is bro golf now. Oh, yeah. But what sucks is like before it was like really bro golf and was just kind of party golf. When there was a hole in one there, beer showers. I mean, yeah. no, now it's like if they hit the green. I'm like, guys, we're watching professional golfers hit it from 148 yeah. yards. They're gonna hit the green. I think yeah. it's just reason to get excited. Oh, but dude, but like I mean, you don't well, have to throw beers. You can go nuts. Yeah, just say what they usually do. I mean, like it is pretty rare. You're not wrong. It's usually like a tight shot. When Sam Ryder hit that hole in one. Yeah, and literally the beer was everywhere. Dude, every and, single I mean, there was probably thousands of cans. People were like getting minutes. beers at the stand and like throwing. Them. Oh yeah, they lose it. I get out a pitching wedge and I hit that sucker 148 on the green. Oh, get fired up. I think it was playing I like 152 the day I played it. And I was like, man, you think it would be so much harder just because of like the respect and appreciation it gets. But, but I mean, yeah, you're right. It's usually on tighter ones Yeah, that it is, but I'm still like, save that for a hole in one, save yeah, the dude. beer shower. You go nuts. Like I'm not, I don't even, I'm not even saying don't throw beers in the stands. The only time there should be beers on the hole though. Oh, hole in one. Hole in one. Hole only the guarantee. Yeah. I mean, get excited for like a really tight shot. It, it, you can, yeah. It's really just a build up to a hole in one. Yeah. But, I mean, also, you're trying to tell a dude that's been drinking 6 a.m. right there. You're not wrong. Yeah, there's like, no, no reasoning. When, it, the two, when, like, two feet, the closest they've seen all day, like, they're just. Oh, they're itching for yeah. something good. You tell the dude in the Benjamin Franklin outfit, <laughs> like, the top deck that's just, like, 14 high noons deep to not throw a drink <laughs> after, like, a two-inch stick. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, for sure. Uh, Unless they're, like, 25 pay, pay attention on I mean, you can look it up and find old videos, but um, the mornings of it, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <sighs> They uh, open the gates it's and people like just take off of the sprinting because like back towards the tee box is VIP, but everything else is general admission. Okay. Or not, I'm sure there's other VIPs, but mostly speaking around the hole is, is general admission. So first person there, it's your seat. Which so I love because sprint. if it was all VIP, we usually, people wouldn't be as rowdy. Like you're just going to have a little more man right. people and stuff. Like you're getting yeah. that just crispy drunk 22 year old front row. That was, I mean, they will, yeah. they didn't probably didn't sleep the night before and they're in line at 6 PM the night before and those gates open and it's just, people are getting elbowed and, that's awesome. Uh, John Rom for the game. went to Arizona State. John Rom, <laughs> he uh, there's a great video of him putting on a Pat Tillman jersey, and the place goes ballistic. That's the other thing: the jerseys and like the yeah. players get involved. Like Ricky, like telling them, many nails the putt, and they go nuts. And yeah. Tony Finau wearing the like after Kobe passed away, Justin Thomas, and then they wore Kobe jerseys and stuff. Yeah. Like it was just it was a cool, it's a cool environment. The the rounds are awesome too. Practice rounds get real rowdy. Oh yeah, I, I saw a clip of it looked like a just normal soccer mom. Two Miller lights, and yeah, she she does it, them. and like, I mean, there there might have been a little bit on her shirt, <laughs> no. not a lot spilled on no, her. Like she, that's not the one with the video. baby. No, no. Okay, there is she, a video of a mom with a baby chugging. She and was dressed up in like a Renaissance up. costume. Just, <laughs> yeah, Steve Austin. Or she was. I mean, she guzzled it all that's down. Awesome. So, uh, I'm in. Remind me before we leave because I want to. Uh, I'll watch it with you because I love the video. 1994 Tiger Woods. It's a whole yeah. one there. And it's a stadium hole. Like there's a, it's surrounding, but it's, it's not nothing like it is now today, dude. The place, it's Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> it's awesome. Um, I'm sure people die. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Live, <laughs> live can never. It, it's crazy how much different that because when you go up, when I went out there played in May, that they don't have the stadium set up because it's just grandstands brought in. It looks so different. And then the Tiger Woods 1994 looks so different. It's crazy. Yeah. All set up for a week of golf. We need to go one year. And I've got a buddy that I met playing golf out there. I don't know why I called him a buddy, but I haven't talked to him since. I have his phone number. It's the most famous <laughs> person. <laughs> he told me, he said, Caleb, when you come back out here and let me know, I will get a Sunday VIP tickets because Sundays, it's always Super Bowl weekend. And he said, rarely people show up on Sunday in the VIP area. So I'll get, he said, are you using it for 150 bucks? All you can eat and drink. VIP. Well, last year, the Super Bowl was in Arizona, correct? So that was, yeah. Oh, no, the back yeah. to back of and having the Sunday round back up to the Super Bowl was crazy. And me and my brother had talked about going last year and we just didn't plan it, but. We'll go one year. It's a it's a bucket list of fun for sure. Yeah. Um, my brother probably wouldn't enjoy going with me. I don't even know why he thought about that. Uh, my, my most important because I just complained for thirty minutes and I apologize. Um, I ran across on TikTok, bro, country. <laughs> yeah, I ran across on a TikTok of um the top ten girls dunks in basketball. First off, the number one was a girl absolutely posterizing another girl. Wasn't even on the top ten. Like the lead up, like the first video they show you. It's like how is that not should have been number one. Uh, Candace Parker was on there. Shout out. But number eight was Letitia Am I Here. That's her name. Oh, At least that's what it says. So Letitia Am I Here. And you know she what I would here. say after I dunked on somebody? I am. I, I am, in fact, here. I am here. <laughs> I was like, that's the coolest thing. We were talking about the all-name team earlier tonight. All-name. Doesn't Candace Parker have like nine of the 18 all-time dunks? In the WNBA, yeah, something like, like that. She really has she, I think she has more than Brittany Griner, which yeah. you're that tall. Yeah, those, should, those two literally own like ninety percent of the shares of dunks in the WNBA. I think, I think well, Candace I, Parker had the first dunk in college women's college basketball. I think, think. Brittany Griner should maybe get an ask. Shouldn't her. count. Yeah, no. Yeah. Why? Because she's Russian now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like Olympic stuff. We can't really. Yeah, I can't. Can't really count. Plus, we. I mean, just give Candace Parker all the. I hear. I mean, give her all the stats. Yeah, exactly. She's good. Good yeah. BFL. Am I here? Um. Who is here is uh, Caleb Surratt. Oh, yeah. So this is a tweet, and I'll go ahead and read it. It's from uh, at DBT official. I don't know if he's actual official, but there you go. He said, uh, three weeks ago, 19-year-old Caleb Surratt was moving out of his dorm room in Knoxville. This week, he just won the team event with new teammate John Rahm and is walking home with a million dollars. Oh, did you, see the, did you see the fact? So he checked into his hotel room, and he's only 19. And I don't know if you know Tyrrell Hatton, but he's on the team with John Rahm. And Tyrrell Hatton had to put him under his name so because he, he he was not going to be allowed to stay in the team hotel. Like, <laughs> they awesome. weren't going to let him. Like, he was like, you're 19. Which is wild. You think short. logistics would be worked right. out there. Yeah. You can't tell me that. Guy. He's definitely drinking after that. Like, oh, come yeah. On. Well, imagine all those people watching him, like, just slamming beers. And he's yeah. like, I, yeah. I got two more years before I can I can even buy Do you think he got to fly on, like, the you know that plane that they said they were going to take? you think he got to fly on that on the way home? Or is that just for the big hitters? Does he still get like TSA pre-check? Is he young enough? No shoes off. Well, I was hoping like getting him on the pod, and now it's just like probably no. Yeah, we, if window. we could lock that in like six months. Okay, ago. hold on, hold on. I, that's awesome. I'm not dogging him. He's probably not getting too many questions, too many requests because he's on live tour. That's still is possible. The thing, the thing. So with Sunday round being canceled this past week because of the conditions in Pebble, they did get a lot more ratings, and it was still funny because the pickleball championship on Sunday had more ratings than live golf still, which is music to my ears, but. I I have I mean I'm deep in golf Twitter obviously um he's he's been getting like a lot of coverage but I bet you in a couple like in a month or so but even yeah. but like even Unless then he he's not getting like 
like guys like that aren't going on ESPN, NBC. Yeah, that's true. No, John Rahm is. Thing, yeah, that's John Rahm is on the, the only line. thing is it's like with the four person team, he just gets looped into everything John Rahm and Tiro yeah. right now. The is, the big names that are the big names in golf that are on live are still going to be yeah highly you know sought after for interviews. Yeah. Yeah. but like he's not going to be like on he sixty might, minutes. No, oh no, yeah, maybe we hit him up. He might pop on the good come on America the for like ten yeah. minutes. And um, we can work our magic. Is, okay, so let me ask you: y'all are big <laughs> golfers. You would take it, right? The live deal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And look, I'm a grow the game kind of guy. Like I respect, you know, the Justin Thomas's, the Rory's. The, I mean, Tiger's obviously not gonna. I mean, his number got slowed to like 500 million or something like that. And like he doesn't have to. I I wouldn't. Un- I don't understand Phil unless the him being broke stuff. Well, he gambles like. And but know. also, I do understand Phil's. I guess perspective of like he hates PGA, so I, I get that. Like if I'm the alternative, I don't. I don't know. And listen, if I was making, if I made a million dollars on the PGA tour and they offered me two million, guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't blame Brooks Kepka. Like he's 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 been the most open about it. Everyone's like lying about it. Brooks. Like, dude, I'm getting paid literally like 13 times what I would have as one of the best players on the PGA Tour, like five time major championship yeah. winner. Like to play less golf, be with my family more, have way less stress on my body traveling and stuff. Like there is not a loss in it except for this whole idea of like keeping the you know. The, I think the, the only thing, the game, yeah, yeah, in the Saudi situation, obviously, is like if he but the, like PGA is tied up with plenty of. Sketchy yeah. people, and yeah. they were tied up with the Saudis. Well, aren't they, just for them aren't like they merging now. now? Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's like so, a whole it's a whole situation. And yeah. I mean, they won't still like play together, probably. Like it'll still be like different. You would know, you know, soccer a lot better in terms of like I know like Saudis are involved in that, and like there's the people like would leave and like my friends were trying to explain to me that way, like that they're like, Oh, like they're still merged, kind of, but like own entities because but I, yeah. well, like yeah, I don't know how to work with golf. I mean, I guess they'll get world golf rankings if the merge happens, which is a big deal. That would be the that would be um, one thing, but they well, still won't be able to play in like I mean that's like a thing right now is whether or not they'll be able to play in like PGA events and some people are like yeah let them and everyone Justin Thomas states we like there's no shot I would ever like want them to come back and play yeah I mean it'll depend if they get World Golf rankings because they they want to yeah. be in the majors they don't necessarily want to be in the PGA events yeah but except for like the big ones yeah right. is that the only down besides the Saudi thing is that the only is like they won't be able to play yeah well those well the thing is though is like that's why the only unless Brooks has the permanent exemption but I don't does he have 16 wins on tour. No, yeah, but I mean, obviously, like the majors and stuff, like depending on like, I just don't oh know, yeah, I don't he know probably like, does have all the major exemptions except yeah, for ma- yeah masters. Yeah, so I don't know like how that works with exemptions in terms of like what the legality for like the PIF and and again, I don't just getting into a lot of like yeah, I don't. I, I mean, unless they come out, I don't think they'll ever change their exemption structure. Yeah. I can't imagine I mean, they master, would. Masters specifically won't. Like, yeah, I mean, like Phil will be able to play the Masters as long as he wants. Right. I mean, they let some groundbreaking deal. I mean, freaking Ernie Els is up there ten putting just a few weeks, like a few years ago. They won't change it, but unless they change it, like Dustin Johnson, who has permanent exemption, he'll play in everyone. Yeah. Forever. Um. Phil has permanent. Patrick Reed. Is he has sixteen wins. Isn't it sixteen wins to get permanent? Oh, in terms of oh, I thought you just meant Matt in terms of like Masters winner. He has uh, Matt. He has Masters exemption. He hasn't won another major, has he? Or did he win PGA championship? No, I think he only won Masters. Okay. Um, but yeah, if I'm Brooks, I he's gotta be close to permanent. I probably would have hung around I mean, for another he has like the fifth most majors ever. Like yeah, there's like just to be like get the masters permanent, I probably would have grinded for a few like because they're that money for him, he's so good, is gonna be around. He was gonna get that whenever. Yeah. Which maybe they told him, like, you know, hey, this might not be around in a year, take it now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'll take that much money, I'll take it. 
There's not a lot I would do for a couple hundred million. I, Dude. Especially at 19 years old, you're like, oh, hey, you go play one me? event and make a million dollars. Especially because the struggle – he's in such a good spot because the struggle to get from college golf to PGA level, even if you're, like, really good in college, I mean, yeah. obviously there's, there's you know, if you're, like, top AM or whatever and you just, like, make your way in, that's great. But usually you have to go through, like, Q school and then, like, next thing you know, you're, like, yeah. Corn Ferry – well, and also, you're like, you're uh, and you're not even then. We was like a huge golf right now, and like, he just got his card and his like specific events. Everyone loves the guy, like, PJ yeah. doesn't matter. Like, PJ's like, so to earn your spot, you have to like, you know, be this high in the world golf rankings. And stuff. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, him. I mean, a lot of people look down on you know, Dustin Johnson, Brooks, because they left PGA where he was like, they offered me a deal. <laughs> I mean, what did you want? Yeah, and then the fact that they might. Just even the idea that there could be something worked out where like they would just basically yeah. like return back and he was like basically just like I just got like a free two hundred million. Yeah. And now we're back on the same plane surface. Yeah. So I just need the Saudi royal family and specifically um MBS to know my my, my dollar amount is way lower yeah. than these we'll guys take, are offering. We'll take a like two fifty. We'll take a Saudi deal. We can put us on any well, all right. Maybe we'll be not. pretty entertaining won't, on the loop yeah. tour. We won't spew any like propaganda, but we'll no get, propaganda. We'll get like really close. We we'll won't drink on camera. I know that's a alcohol a big. We'll teeter the line. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> get, we'll get as close as you need. To we'll get you on the point. news for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, we you'll be say, talked about. I think the Tennessee fan base could rally behind. Would you ever listen? Can I interest you instead of sports washing, podcast washing? We'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> we might get hit up by the Saudi royal family. God, my family would despise me. I mean, if you're giving them a couple tens of millions of dollars, I think hey, listen, money talk. Can I talk to you about morals? <clears throat> no, bank accounts on. Yeah. <laughs> What's morals? Yeah. Um, only fail I got was the Kentucky. Which one? The, the oh, yeah, just Kentucky. Ballcats in general, but uh, <laughs> oh god, oh. Um, you okay? The uh, the recruiting pictures. So bad. Yeah, that's that stuff. Look, man. Yeah. Did we talk? Was that just during the interview? Or was uh, no, no, wait, no, that was during. We, we, were talking, we yeah. talked about it in the show. Okay. Yeah. okay, it's been a long night. I don't. My know. only fail was, I mean, if my home's dad's got to chill out, dude. I honestly thought Scott that wasn't real at first. Drinking and driving. Who? Or Patrick Mahomes Senior. Oh, got third DUI. Hey, hey, hey! I think it was. It, I think uh... it, they were saying. I mean, if you're saying, if you're trying to compare your sons, maybe it's four. They're like. Patrick Mahomes is one Super Bowl one away from tying his dad's DUI record. And I get, I mean, I'm not, obviously, but when you're, when your family is what that, I mean, come on. You got Brady yeah. Mahomes, you got Jackson Mahomes, you got basically Taylor Swift as like a daughter in law now. I mean, <laughs> she's Mahomes. I mean, that poor guy. The jail's probably better than whatever's going on there. Yeah. I'd rather be in a cozy cell than have Brady Mahomes yapping, making TikToks. He just yeah, no, okay. So Brady Mahomes, I agree, sucks, but like Taylor Swift, that's cool. That's a cool. That's cool. For like a month, but also like I loved it. I don't know who's driving Jason Kelsey home, but like I think Patrick Mahomes Senior should just get with him. Whoever's taking him, plenty of people still drinking. Yeah, way home. Yeah, just nuzzling his like sweater that he's got on, or or the one that he took takes off. I feel like getting like a guy like that a permanent Uber card, maybe taking his keys away entirely. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Should be a good Christmas present. Yeah, you know. know some some grandparents you would think Patrick Mahomes I'd be like, "Hey, here's a new." Like, here's I do feel terrible for Patrick Mahomes because you know he's done all this, earned all this, and like 
he's probably the one on the hook for all these, you know, legal fees and lawyers oh, and all that for his dad yeah. and brother. And like, they're just doing the dumbest stuff, like very, very much avoidable stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was funny. I was at the Theo Vaughn uh, show the other night. It does sound funny. <laughs> and uh, stand up joke. Nah. Yeah. Thank you. This guy, uh, <clears throat> the first guy that he like hosted, whatever. Um, Sounds like, like he did a good job. He was like, He's like, uh, raise your hand if you Ubered here tonight. And some people raise their hand. They're like, awesome. 4,000 people in here are drinking and driving. Is <laughs> <laughs> he good? It was a good show. I thought it was a good show. There was a guy that I went with that didn't think it was funny. I thought it was hilarious, but that's my kind of comedy, too. So. I think he's a lot He's a lot better conversationally on podcasts and stuff than stand-up. I mean, I, his stand-up's funny, too. It's just like yeah, that's him, kind of my him just saying out-of-pocket stuff on like a couch like this is just – Way Theo Vaughn, anytime, brother. On a stage, but but I feel like his stand up, like this stand up in particular, was a lot like him just sitting here telling a story That's about. And I haven't seen it, obviously, so I don't know. Like I went and saw Kevin Hart, Thompson Boy, and I was not blown away. And Kevin Hart's, I mean, since like two thousand nine, this original stand up, yeah. he's like the king of like stand up in this past fifteen years. Like mm-hmm. I was still, and that doesn't not dog on him. It's just yeah. Why does I think stand up is is extremely especially like the Netflix. I feel like there's so much hype with all of them yeah. that you're most of them you're kind of disappointed in. I don't think it's Netflix. I think it's podcast. I think it's podcasts have made comedians like blow up yeah. like clips. Yeah, well that well, you're only seeing like, like a small part. Funny dudes on Joe Rogan. It's like just so many. Like it's not because it's just so casual and it, like that's yeah. where it's funny. Where it's like some of these guys like Shane Gillis is one that like is able to do both. Like his stand up's hilarious, but some people are just like funnier casually than like yeah. thinking about what they want to say and like planning it out well i think just and well you hear more of them because you're you're right like netflix is, is doing more comedy but they're still they're probably doing the same amount of because comedians can only do so many specials yeah technically speaking. like they're going like their special is their tour of the year so one a year realistically mm-hmm. um so they're probably doing the same rate for each comedian they do have more comedians on but i mean in the sense of like you're hearing from theo vaughn once a week now you're in for Shane Gillis once yeah, a week. So true. I think they're just like more in your face now. So they're blowing up more. Like each individual one's blowing up more. Yeah, I think comedy is old blown up. And I think, I mean, I found some people that I find, you know, funny enough to watch a Netflix special and maybe not go see them live and stuff, but I appreciate them. And there was one guy, and like, if I'm paying that much for a show, like I've been on like a cruise where like I feel like I've never been to a bad comedy show on a cruise yet. And I've only been to, I guess, I've seen four people. But all of them were pretty decent. Yeah, there was you kind of have to be you're stuck on the ship. Like if you're not funny, yeah. The, really dude, the second, guy, well, they're not doing an hour either. The guy well, before the Theo Vaughn was the worst, really, comedian I've ever really? seen. Really, I mean, he was just horrible. It was awkward. Like he would pause and no one would laugh. He'd be like, uh. well, especially if it's like you're going to see Theo Vaughn's type of comedy. Like it's they, don't, match. they don't, they don't want to match his style to like mess it up. But you but have then, like, to be in the same the same idea of funniness because like your crowd is like if you find Theo Von funny that's oh speaking of bro country that is the epitome of of what the of the majority of guys there were yeah, yeah for sure fans for sure for sure oh yeah yeah uh no I think I mean yeah you're not wrong like those which I listen to the comedian podcasts like them talk about getting the right openers. Yeah, and making sure they kind of match the the vibe of. It's weird, like show. the host, which you would think would be the least funny. Hosts are usually, well, he I don't was, know about. He I know, was way funnier than the second. Uh, second guy was I shouldn't say for big shows like that, but if you go to like an open mic or even even uh, if they're just hosting comedy shows, the hosts are usually 
good. They're seasoned. They you know yeah. they know how to do it. So well, it's like they know like like I don't know if you know like Tony Hinchcliffe like killed Tony. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't like he can just say something on the spot that's not like he's just feeding off the energy. So it's like if it's not funny, like he won't say anything. But if like he's like, oh well, that makes sense, and it's like a host, you can just be like, right, play off the room or whatever, and yeah. you know, there's not there's not pressure because you're not supposed to be like yeah doing a set. Absolutely, and um. Going back to Theo for a second, I mean, I feel like that's uh, I feel like his podcast style is hard to do stand up, and so there are probably a lot of fans like the one you're talking about that that do like Theo Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Then they go to a stand up show and like they they find out that his stand up isn't exactly yeah. their comedy, mm-hmm. even though his podcast is because it's he can tell stories obviously doing stand up, but it's hard to do exactly what he does yeah. in a podcast because there's a it's just him in a room for the most part. Yeah. Isn't it? I, I mean, it's solo podcast, but that's half the thing. Again, it's, yeah. it's him saying the most just like out of pocket response to some, yeah. some of these like serious story or like someone just says something and he just said yeah. like a little 30 second riff. It's not like this entire, right. Time. He's and, not thinking about it the entire time. And he's not having to like hit the right pauses yeah. in that moment. He's not yeah. having to hit the, it's such an act. He's not having to like build up a, yeah. um, the punchline. He's, he's yeah. not having to do it. Cause he's just him. So like, if they laugh on the other side, he won't know if they do or don't. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's, you're, that's you're trying to feed off the crowd a little bit too. Like one night, if you're a stand-up comic, you know, in Knoxville, he might've punched up a certain joke, but the next night he can tell it's not going to hit. So he, he hits it at a different time. And so, I mean, I feel like, yeah, it's again, going back into it's awesome. I'm sure comedians love that the podcast is blowing them up, but like it is making it, it's a different challenge. It's, it's yeah. just a different challenge. That's all. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I'm, I'm the, even like I'm like one of my favorite comedians right now, Nate Bargatze. I I love his podcast. Listen to it. It's one a week. Listen to it every week. I've enjoyed every single one of the specials. The last special was which I mean a lot of people loved. I just wasn't crazy about. Yeah. So. yeah I don't know. That's cool. my that's my yeah, comedy there's, bit. There's our yeah. There's our comedy um, segment. I could be completely wrong. I know nothing about comedy. So I don't know. yeah. I just laugh. That's what I'm there for. Yeah. Just an audience member. When we were talking- I, I laugh a lot. So like it's hard. It'd be hard for me not to enjoy like people just telling jokes like that. And you're a guy who, if you think something's funny, you outwardly laugh almost all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen you react. Just be like, that was funny. I'm, for the most part, unless I'm around someone laughing, for the most part, I'm like inwardly laughing. Yeah. Like a deep, like just like a little nose yeah. exhale. That, like in your mind, yeah. it's actually funny that most right. people laugh. I only have like one or two friends that like will actually make me like audibly yeah. laugh. And it's like. It's it's super contagious though. Oh, yeah. for sure. Because if someone else is laughing, you're just. I I think you would laugh watching a Netflix special out loud every time you found almost every time you found something funny, even if you were by yourself. Yeah. At at home, if I every Netflix special I've ever watched, and even the ones I've enjoyed a lot, I bet I've laughed like two or three times during it. And I but I've found probably every joke funny. So I don't yeah, it's just but you go to a comedy show, like if I'm at a comedy show, I'm probably gonna laugh a lot because it's contagious. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe well, the funny thing is he was sitting next to me and he was laughing too. Maybe he was just laughing because I was laughing. Right. But yeah, I was like, you didn't think it was funny? Could have fooled me. <laughs> There's also an awkward spot and obviously I'm not dragging it out, but like you almost feel pressure to laugh in a live audience because you're like, wait, if no one laughs, this, this sounds awful. And it's like I at home, I would not laugh, but like I have to almost like chuckle a little bit to like sell oh, the audience really? crowd. Yeah, you're like, I feel like a douche if I'm just like kind of like, the second guy, I was laughing because no one else was See, laughing. The awkward, the awkwardness, <laughs> I was just dying uh, laughing. Which is sometimes like played into it. Just, it's done well. It's like hilarious. Shane Gillis says that hilarious. We'll say something like way too out of pocket. He's like, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, that, but I, dude, I love the 
cringy like any shows whether it's a band playing or a comedy show like if there's like an awkward silence i i cringe because it's so awkward but i love it yeah and i, love I think it. that's that's a lot of theo is he just like i mean the whole time he'd get finished telling a story he'd be like yeah what else not much <laughs> And then just says something, something crazy. It's like that. I'll tell you about that time. I'll tell you about that time my my aunt murdered seven people. <laughs> yeah, he's like, eh, yeah, we had this little guy named Alan from back <laughs> when I was in school. Yeah, he's a little tiny feller. When I say tiny, he was like small. <laughs> he just says that like a, stupid. Was that stuff. a Theo? Was that something he did? He he talked about a little guy named Alan. Okay, you know? I was about to say that was a good riff. That was a good riff. Landon might might be on something. <laughs> yeah, he's small. Would you ever do an uh, open mic? Dude, I don't know if, if they just felt bad for me, but do you remember when I did like Dylan's speech at his yeah. wedding reception? Well, uh, Colin's dad came up to me. He's like, dude, I think you could like do stand up comedy. And I was like, honestly, that would be super sick. And thank you for saying that because you hyped me up. I thought I sounded like an idiot. <laughs> you kind of got off Nate Bargatze vibes. You kind of look like him a little bit. You kind of got you that look like southern a, accent the, a little bit. Gray. Yeah, he's a little probably a little cleaner. That was not my only be. my only mm-hmm. point. But yeah, <laughs> not the dog on your gray. No. I was uh I was listening to a Nate Bargatze. Uh, it was one of his old old stand ups. I'm sure it's on YouTube, but I was listening on Spotify one day in the car. And he's a clean comedian. Doesn't cuss. Like no dirt. Like if is there's any not? like dirty jokes, I didn't even realize that. That's how funny he is. It's impressive. That's a, that is impressive. That's hard to do. Yeah. I'm the exact opposite. Um, right. His dirty jokes, like they're they're very much like clean for family. Like they might have like a little like innuendos Double in there, on, but yeah, they're very yeah. clean. Um, so it caught me off surprise. 2014, I think he didn't blow up until probably like five years ago. So like very new to the scene, 2014. He doesn't cuss or tell a dirty joke for the entire show, but he he gets into this one joke where he's he's talking about he goes into this whole spiel about if I fall, you know, if I followed a woman home, I'd call the cops on me immediately. I'd be like, sorry, officer. I didn't know she was a bitch. Of, she'd be a bitch about it. <laughs> and it just, the way he dropped it, I was like shocked. And I'd outwardly laugh because I was like, that was shocking to yeah. hear him cuss. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you might be able to, hey, you might be able to produce clean act. I don't, Dylan's was clean, I think. Yeah. I don't think I cuss. Them. I don't huh? know if I would be able to because like, I, I, I could do, do fine. Even when I was like little, like anytime, like an old person or somebody like, I mean, usually fat people are funny too. So, like, anytime they would like cuss, uh, dude, it cracked me up. Um, and still to this day, it kind of does too. There's a guy, Chris Porter, that like his set's funny. You guys will have to watch. I'll send you a link. Him just being like so foul is like half of the comedy that you're just like, that's the most absurd. Like, yeah. your reaction to the most basic, like, if you just told a story about a woman asking you if she needs a jacket when it's 117 degrees in Tempe, Arizona, or whatever. Not that funny, but the way that like he his expression and just drops like six f bombs and stuff mm-hmm. about it, it's just like ten times funny. And I think that's an interesting challenge too, where I think there's some comedians where I'm like, they're so dirty, it's not funny at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, it's like too much. And then there's some that use it in a way that it makes it hilarious. So right. I think it's a that's another interesting aspect of like going back in the Nate. Like he's so good that his clean comedy didn't even know. I didn't even know that's impressive. And there's some guys that are nowadays. so dirty. Like I've turned on some Netflix specials with like family like the family members yeah, you know like, i'm like awkward off thought that was hilarious at the time yeah <laughs> didn't realize how dirty it was <laughs> so yeah i'm well, yeah comedy's a interesting thing it's funny the things we find funny yeah we're totally off the rails over here i love yeah, it this, this is, is officially after a, it's after dark this is an after dark yeah, and we don't even have to talk yeah. about the drake video because i don't i don't want to yeah <laughs> like at some point like Marshawn if, you, Lynch if you're tomorrow. tired of us not talking about sports you can just turn that off 
Uh, um, this is this is for us. This honestly, is yeah. I honestly kind of forgot we were still recording. Yeah, so we just, just sitting here chatting. talking. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have anything else unless you guys do. I don't. Do. I don't. I don't. Um, I'm maybe excited like, for tomorrow night. Yeah, maybe, this has been fun. Yeah, maybe live shows will be a little bit more more common. We got to. Yeah, I'd love to. Everybody back together and yeah, been a blast. Joey, first time in studio. Yeah, his first. Yeah. It hasn't been first time live. But no, first we've time done in this. location, but yeah, yeah, this is uh the move a little different yeah well guys thank y'all for listening have a good wednesday we'll see you back on thursday just got a little bit to wait um thanks again we got a big guest coming on soon i guess i kind of <laughs> already spoiled that but whatever <laughs> i mean it could be any connor <laughs> to be fair did we it's probably me <laughs> yeah. he said well, connor and vfl all right yeah you, you gotta figure it out um <laughs> Thanks again. We're bringing the boat in and we out.